Hello and welcome to the 831 Podcast, episode 37. Thank you very much for joining me as always. It's been a while since we've done these, I know, but after the last lockdown, um, it was back to work and then what with everything else that's going on, just squeezing these in have been difficult, not just for myself, but for potential guests. So they have been a little bit slow, I'm afraid. I'm going to try and find a rhythm again, especially if this lockdown goes on. So otherwise, hopefully in the next couple of months or so, I'll be in a position that I'll be able to do these more regular anyway. So yeah, we'll be getting them out to you. Um, As always, uh, sponsored by Trojan Fitness, Trojan Nutrition Bristol, long-term sponsors, Sweatbox MMA, Sweatbox and Pedro Bassa BJJ. A3 Academy Bristol. Um, these guys look after me. That's where I do all of my training and stuff. So sponsored by those guys. They'll permanently get a mention. Um, any of you guys who, who want to sponsor or get your name shout out on there, then hit me up. Remember, the more sponsors and the more finances that come in from this, the more that I can do. And I'll reinvest the money we're trying to pay guests. Likewise, if you have any suitable guests, please let me know and we will get them on. I'll talk about anything, you know, from ballet dancing to skydiving to deep sea fishing. Whatever it is you guys want to hear about, I'll talk to them. So, yeah. Other than that, though, this is episode 37, Ben Lambert. Ben's a very good friend of mine, training partner, and he's the owner at A3 Academy. Um, if you're back a few episodes, Ben was a guest probably about two years ago now or something, but... Uh, yeah, that one went down really well, so we've got Ben back on, and today we just talk about MMA, and Ben's struggles with the lockdown, and the business, and mental issues and stuff, so really cool podcast, I really enjoyed it, and at one point I actually forgot that I was doing a podcast, and was a bit more relaxed like I was having a chat, so I hope you guys love it, but yeah, otherwise, thank you very much for listening, this is the 831 Podcast, episode 37, and this is Ben Lambert. Ben, thanks for joining me, mate. No, thank you. Thanks for the uh, opportunity to come on again. Oh, sorry, that's my yeah. phone quickly. That's a little quick little faux pas for everyone there. Well, we basically got here 45 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and well, we just managed to get it on, just get it all set up, and then the phone goes. So. The thing is, though, <laughs> when you haven't done one for a while, you forget how to use the software. Mate, I don't, so, I don't know how to use any of it. So I need like a little young Jamie like Joe Rogan's <laughs> got, to someone who's permanently employed to keep everything running smoothly. <laughs> I can just turn up and talk bollocks with someone. That's like, that's perfect for me, you know. And just for a reference, I'm not really, really small compared to you. I've just seen the thing on there. I don't let back. <laughs> You're certainly not really small compared to me since lockdown. Definitely. So, so yeah, basically, I'm a, I'm a little bit heavier than I, than I used to be. Yeah, slightly, slightly. Well, we was working, we was trying to work out the other day. I think I put on 21 kilos since the first lockdown. Yeah, so the f- first one. Well, since since. November, whatever that was, November, December. Whenever ADCC, I was 86 kilos of all my clothes on. Yeah. Oh. And then now, we just my pants. Well, went up. Being sat with you now, I didn't believe you for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> when, was he? Yeah. But then I went up, I got to about 107. And then I was a bit like, I'm not even looking at the what scales anymore. Down to 106? No, I'm under, under 100 again. Now. Yeah. So yeah, just. The thing is, as well, when just, we came back, um, you, you weren't training much either because you were teaching loads and trying to catch up with people who 
hadn't been able to train as much so yeah. you weren't like as were before you jump on the end of every session and you'd be there that kind of fell away a little bit because you were busy well i mean it's, it's, two, it's two things one i got i did get real lazy like i did get real lazy like i didn't i didn't really want to train all that often yeah. if i'm honest and then the other thing is i didn't really have anything to train for when i come back you know when you've got like a competition coming up or jujitsu or a fight or whatever you're doing you're you've got some sort of like end goal yeah i feel like i'm one of them people now i can tick over all the time so even when i'm fat i still train yeah right, I, i'm hanging out my ass but i still train yeah. whereas when i got something that i actually think well I actually want to go there and, and do well then i start to think all right we'll probably should stop eating at six this, <laughs> this is what i do i start i go back onto my it takes me like a little bit like i'll get my my training right first the train always comes first then i worry about my diet then i worry about everything else yeah, yeah. but it's probably the opposite to most people most people start the diet on monday and then go right i'm gonna diet for a bit and i'm gonna train um but i don't really enjoy the dieting bit no, it's not anyone's favorite bit it's not anyone's favorite well, bit. there's a lie i didn't mind it i i like the fasting i really like the fasting when when i did the like the intermittent stuff, I really like it. My body seems to, to suit it. I sleep better, I train really, really well. Like, I always get up fresh, like, I feel good. Um, whereas when I don't, and I eat a bit of shit at like 10, 11 o'clock at night, then that's when I get up the next day, I can't be like, I can't be bothered. Yeah. Then that's the knock on. So, as soon as I get back to my like my six o'clock finish, everything's so much better. I feel so much better. And that just suits me. Like, I tried lots like I did um, like I wouldn't eat till one one in the afternoon and then try and eat from one till like nine or one to eight yeah it didn't really suit me so much I like get up train a little bit and then eat what I want to eat so what then. sort of time are you thinking you get up what sort of time like a average day normal not training specifically for anything just yeah normal life well I normally I like I didn't mind being in here I I like to <clears throat> excuse me I like to try and keep with as close to my circadian rhythm as I can. Yeah. Like in the summer, I didn't mind being in there at six. In the winter, I fucking hate it. Yeah. I hate being there at six. Like I, I'm, I don't enjoy it one bit. Oh, and you will never see me in there at six. No, I just, I just don't not... enjoy it. But even to coach, like I just don't enjoy it. Like yeah. I, I can feel it. So, in the winter time, I like getting up about eight o'clock. I think it feels good for me. Like yeah. I wake up at eight, I'm good. I, I, I get straight up and I run feel much better whereas in the summer i've got no problem getting up for half five get up do something i'm in the mood i'm in the mood for it yeah. you know what time are you going to bed though in the summer if you're getting up at half five it's still pretty good 11 half 11 not not yeah. too much but then i have quite a nice day like i get up i train i eat what i want to eat a lot but in the <laughs> summer i don't eat so much but like i eat what i want to eat and i i know it sounds stupid although i don't sleep loads i rest a lot and I recover well. Yeah, I yeah. do recover well because this is the this is the thing with um, the, the CrossFitters. You see all the CrossFitters, and you watch the CrossFit um, the CrossFit games. You're like, fucking hell, they're absolute beasts. Like, yeah, yeah, they are, but they spend majority of their time recovering well from what they've done. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? They yeah, earn yeah. the recovery. Yeah. Um, so I do that well because I've got time. That's that's the thing. People yeah. don't have enough time. Is train with the eye yeah. go work like when i so when i owned the gym <coughs> and i was full-time pro me. i owned a gym so i would yeah. come in in the morning and we'd maybe have like a group of pros would come train so we'd all meet at say 10 so i'm up at seven come to the gym be at the gym open up 
have a little something to eat because I'm not going to spar or whatever, yeah. you know. Then train it, <clears> say 10. That will finish. And all I'd have to do is clean the mats off, ready to sit there clean for the, the evening class or whatever. Yeah. Then I could just lay on the sofa, sleep if I wanted to. It's my gym. I'd hear the buzzer go and you open the door or yeah. something. Do you know what I mean? So I could have a little sleep. I could just do nothing till the next training session, which might be strength and conditioning. Yeah. Then I could chill again. I could, but like, when you've got a full-time job with that, yeah. that goes out the window. And so managing a, to train for a pro fight whilst running a full-time job as well. Yeah. You notice that something's going to give your your diet or an injury or your training quality won't be as good. So, yeah, something's going to give when you have other commitments or other work, other things in life that, that take precedence, you know? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, 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 is what we used to have this conversation with Blur a lot where I say, oh, I didn't have time. So, yeah, you have time, you just didn't make it a priority. Exactly. And that's the, that's the big thing with the pros yeah. or the people that are deemed to be pros. They say, oh, yeah, but I, I fight pro. No, no, you fight pro rules. You're not yeah, a professional yeah. athlete. Let's exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like let's let's yeah. distinguish between the two things going on here. Um, and the and the ones that do go right, I'm gonna fucking drop everything and I'm gonna go full pro. I'm gonna make my life this. Yeah, you've got to take your hat off to them. Fair play. You you've done everything you can do. Yeah. I just think it's hard to get that. I think what? that's really especially this sport. Oh yeah, because like, at what level? Like I mean. I fought it like a decent level in the UK and I know when I've been training for those big fights there's no one in the UFC who's outworking me and I'm not yeah. I'm not being outworked as a professional athlete I'm doing everything that they're doing and I can hand on heart say that because I've trained with so many top level guys around the world and been to America and been part of people's training camps yeah. help them get ready so I know what I'm doing is at the same level as anyone who's training for a high level fight not like a five round fight apart from when so when i train for a man or four they said to me it's a total fight i said five rounds like no three rounds i was like no five five minute rounds let's fucking be professionals mm. like i'm a professional athlete i'm going to train like a professional athlete five five minute rounds after three weeks of training i was like oh i wonder if they'll change that back <laughs> but uh, i knew i knew like I'm, I'm as fit or as ready to fight as anyone because it was my number one priority but my career's always suffered because it, when I make that my number one priority, I miss paragliding, I miss skydiving, yeah. I miss fishing, I miss this, I miss that. And so, I mean, that's not that's not a, an excuse for not being good enough for beating people. Yeah. That's just, my head's not in it for a yeah, large yeah. portion of a training camp. People are training, it's their everything. Like, they're planning a food. They're, and if you've got a missus or if you've got a mum or someone who you live with and they're preparing food for you as well, yeah. all of this helps. If you're yeah, single yeah, and you have to do all that, yeah. It takes away, so yeah. even if you're living as a pro fighter, you're not living as a pro athlete very often because you're making your own food, you're doing this, you're doing that, there's sacrifices. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, the thing is here, there ain't really the structure for you to be a professional athlete in this sport. Yeah. There, there, it just isn't. Yeah. You know, okay. if you have a look at what a professional rugby player looks like, there's a pathway from you at 14, 15, 16, right the way up to pro, then you're on your own. Yeah. Do you know? Whereas here... There's no path where you're on your own from day one and you sort of like, I don't know, just from outside of looking in, that's how it looks like to me. There's not like like a clear path. Like, well this is what I should be doing because this is what all the rest of my fifteen or twenty teammates are doing. They're yeah. all eating this. We go to the club at the same time, we all eat this. Yeah, yeah. We all go straight for conditioning at seven o'clock in the morning. If you're heavy, you go to fat club after. You do yeah. you do these things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas here you're it seems to me like there you go 
Just, but, just, uh, but that's also the knock on because I, as you've already said people are professional fighters and not professional athletes yeah. so you turn up to, to every gym every MMA gym now everyone's a professional fighter so like oh yeah I'm fighting pro I'm doing this pro. and like you said but they're not professional athletes yeah, yeah. so even the people who you're looking up to in the gym or are like when our new guys come and train here they look at the pro guys and oh they're pro fighters but I can't wait to tell my mate I'm a pro fighter and it's like but you're missing a massive part because yeah. I mean, obviously you know me you know how I coach and stuff like that and I'm quite I mean I'm like brutalized down the line it is how it is there's no bullshit and that's why I say about the people who want to turn pro and stuff like you're not going to be a professional athlete yeah you just want to fight pro yeah. Be a professional athlete because don't fight pro to tell your mates you're a pro fighter because they're not the ones getting elbowed in the face. Yeah. They're not the ones having arguments with their missus because they're turning up late for them home. They're not the ones. In the moment you can be a professional athlete, yeah. it's a moment you can go pro. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And that, it, when you're 15 and you start training with us, that's easier to instill in you. Yeah. But the guys who are like in their 30s or late 20s and they've done a couple of amateur fights and they want to tell their mates, no, I'm a pro fighter, I'm a pro fighter. Like, all right, be a pro fighter, but you're not a professional athlete, and yeah. that's the difference. There is a bit of that, but then I also think these people go pro because that was the dream. That's what they wanted to do. I, I want to be a pro, pro fighter. I want to fight pro rules, and it opens extra doors for them. Do you know, like yeah. there is an opportunity to have some sponsorship. There is an opportunity to have some someone look after you a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Like even stupid shit. Like oh, we all get our we all get our protein from somewhere. They yeah. haven't got to pay for that, yeah. whereas before they had to pay for it. So I can see that I can see there's a trade-off. Which in the grand scheme will mean nothing when you're being elbowed in the face nothing, in the end no. of a free five-minute-round no. fight. No. Trust me, nothing. it'll mean nothing. Like you, uh, tell me another sport where you can decide you're going to be a professional and then you're a professional. Yeah, no, not I can't think of any. Like no. even sports like oh, I'm going to do professional badminton. Alright, so you're going to be a professional badminton player. Yeah, I'm going to be a professional badminton player. Right, then go and get into a professional badminton competition. Ah, well, you wouldn't qualify. Yeah. But here, you can ring up a promoter and you can say, I'm a professional fighter and I have a fight under professional rules. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean you're a professional athlete. Yeah. It doesn't even mean you're a professional fighter. That means you're fighting under professional rule set. Yeah. Which means nothing because Barry from at the pub can have an argument with his mate and say, let's sort it out on the next XX show. Yeah, yeah. I'm in pro rules. Yeah. What a fighting pro! It, it doesn't yeah. mean anything to anyone. No. I think your 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 pro status should be achieved in the gym. Like yeah. you should be the guy in the gym who everyone is saying you should be going pro. Yeah. Your coach should be saying, "I think you could go pro now." I think, and they, should, yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah, because this is where yeah. you make your status. Because I think it's a weird. For me, this seems like a weird time. Like they're probably want an awful amount of amateur events when you were coming. No, up. no, no. Do you know what I mean? So you went pro. Yeah. Same with like Chris went yep. pro. Whereas now it's like, well, there is some amateur thing, and your amateur record means something. Whereas yep. before it didn't really mean nothing, do you know. Whereas yep. now it could. And then now you look at like people like Arch, 14, 15, 16 year olds. Yeah. If they want to fight amateur, they can stay and fight amateur till they're in their thirties. Yeah. They can go and compete. Fucking hell! By the time within ten years' time, that could be a sport in and itself which is what they're trying to do now that that international MMA yeah, yeah. Friend, whatever um, yeah IMAF stuff yeah, yeah. Well, what's the guy's name what's the referee Is he's doing it isn't he which referee the English Mark, one yeah God, Mark Goddard yeah he's I don't know is he, he, uh, that, I, that, I don't know if that's that or that UK mixed martial arts thing I don't know I don't Does know if he's the IMMAF or the UK mixed I don't know I don't know I'm not sure but whatever but they're, but they're like but you watch that and you're like but this is a 
an amateur sport. They've got yeah. rash guards on. They've got sheen guards on. But they they can make a good name for themselves on there. And that's essentially going to be the picking pool later on for your cage warriors and for everything else. They're not going to fucking go and watch that shit up in Swindon or fucking shit up um, SGS or wherever they're going to go and watch. They, yeah. won't watch these, they won't bother to watch their amateur shoes. They'll no, be gone. I think they'll be gone. They're, everything will be about that amateur that league, essentially. And when they're May good enough... Uh, the only reason I don't think it would... Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And at, like the higher uh, echelons of the sport, yeah. the higher like cage wires and stuff, who would be at the, the top of the UK, they will. But of course, everyone wants to make money off it. Off yeah. MMA. That's all that fucking MMA exists because everyone wants to make money. Yeah. And that's your that's speedy promoters. Sport. That's <laughs> your any sport. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But there's no money in like amateur football, amateur rugby, amateur... Like, with, with MMA... Yeah. Pro MMA fighters are still amateur fighters. That's yeah. it. That's how it is. You're still you're amateur yeah. athletes. You're amateur fighters. Just because you've got a pro status, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So, the, you, the really the only two pros that I could think where you are actually a pro would be James and Ronnie. That would be my that I know personally that I yeah. go. Oh, I know those those people. Do you know? Like if you're if you're still going to work, to me you're not a a pro because yeah. you don't make your you don't make enough money to sustain your. Your lifestyle I mean, I, yeah, your... like so let's say someone like uh nad oh and oh yeah nad. yeah so like yeah, nad like, but nad's left to work yeah had to work all through his ufc career yeah because the money's not there he's got two kids he's got old missus yeah how can you feed him on 30 grand a year you can't so and uh, listen they, i've they, trained they... with him for all of his fight camps yeah. he trains like a pro there's no yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean like he he, he doesn't have a choice that's he has the to problem work. with being here i think that's the problem with being here i i, I think Someone like him, who's already got an opportunity, he's already in, he's already knocked on all the right doors, he's, he's been training at Uriah Fabers. I, I don't know. But I would just take it, I would imagine that if he lived over there all the time, it would probably be a bit easier to sustain an, an athlete's lifestyle 100%. over there rather than yeah. here. So, but, you know? so when I did that thing across America, training at Black Ice as a pro MMA fighter, it cost me hardly, I trained for free. Yeah. Like, thankfully, Black Ice was like, yeah, you don't pay the train here. Yeah, so yeah. train for free. Um, I finish training. I go. I walk out. I'm in California. There's always somebody to get something to eat immediately. Decent food. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Go get some food. Go back to my apartment or wherever I'll stay in uh, the back of the van. Sleep. Get back up. Go training. Boom. It was easy. I could just yeah. sustain it for a long time. Same when I trained at American Top Team. I would train. I'd go back to the hotel. I'd sleep. I'd go back to train. And it was costing peanuts, really. Yeah. Like, when you consider if you did an eight-week holiday, how much it would cost you, it cost me peanuts to do that. Yeah, yeah. So if you had your own place over there, you could do it a lot. And a lot of these fighters share share houses or yeah. have a bunkhouse or live in their van or something, you know, yeah. just so that they can do that. That's what... But would they, could, could they still make their money in and around this sport? Do you know, like, here, like, there just ain't the money. Like, if you said, right, well, I'm going to be a professional athlete, but... I'm going to make the rest of my money teaching seminars and fucking, I don't know, coaching classes. I don't think there's... You couldn't there's do that in, the, in America unless you were at Good. the top. Because who the fuck wants to book you with your free pro fights and free wins for a seminar when yeah. at the same gym you've got free UFC fighters training or something? Yeah. No, but do I mean, mean like, but even not so much seminars, but like teach the kids class, put the kids class on. Yeah, there's that's there's what a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. That's what a lot of people do. And I mean, the thing is as well here, a lot of the people who want to turn pro here, or a lot of people who do turn pro here, they have no uh, no interest in being a professional athlete. Yeah. Now, 
Will that change? Cause you've got people coming through, like Jack Eglin spring, springs to mind, right? Do you know Jack? Yeah, yeah, vaguely. Yeah, so consummate professional, dedicated professional athlete. That I don't know what he's doing work-wise or anything, but that's what he does. That's his fall, that's his everything. And you, when you speak to him, when you look at his posts, when you, that's a guy who's gone from amateur all the way through, stuck to it, and he is eat, sleep, breathe, MMA. Yeah. That's my career. This is what I'm going to do. But you get other guys who want to turn pro, but they want to have the best trainers and nice clothes, and they want to do this and want to have that, and they want to do. So they got to go work, and they got to do yeah. all the other things and stuff like. Listen, this comes with massive sacrifice. Yeah. And when I say sacrifice, that's not just simply your time, your diet. Like you're not going to be able to afford nice shoes. You're not going to be yeah. able to afford because you're not earning money because you're training six to seven hours a day. Like so, when I was full time, I was working on the door. I'd still go work on the door. Because I had a daughter and I had all these hobbies that I wanted to pay for. If I didn't, I could have just been cool. I had the, yeah. the gym, so that would have paid my, my money and I could have just trained full time. But I worked on the door, so on the evenings I'd finish like classes, I'd go there, I'd be on the door for 10 o'clock, work till 4, yeah. get up, go train the next day. But that's because I wanted shit. Yeah. I wanted a new fishing rod and I wanted yeah, a fucking yeah, yeah. A new cap. And so if you, being a professional fighter has nothing to do with that. It's yeah. everything that matters to me. Is being that fight. You see people like Clay Guida, who lived in a. I think he still lives in a van. Lived in a van his whole career outside Jackson Wink and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's it. And like, I'd see these guys. I'd go to gyms and I'd see these guys who were in the UFC still living in vans outside yeah. that. And you'd think, you'd think, fucking hell, man. Like, that's an. I think it's an amazing lifestyle because I was traveling around America in a fucking van. So yeah. I thought it was wicked. <laughs> but when you look back at it, you think. You're finding the highest level and you're having to live in a fucking van. Yeah, but do they have to? This is what... Do they have to live there? It's like... I don't think that, that people are well enough looked after when they call themselves a professional athlete. They're not They're not well enough looked after. So, even like years ago when the boys were involved with the football and we were pretty decent level football, you had an agent and your agent would sort out your boots and bits and pieces like that. But you were looked after and you were taught... But that's because be you can't call at. yourself a pro football player. Yeah, you're a pro ready. football yeah, player yeah. and you're signed to a team. Yeah. I can call myself a professional MMA yeah. fighter because I fight pro rules. And There's nothing there for you. This one's trying to get at. It's like, I, I can't ever work out why if you were, say you were a professional, say you were a professional MMA fighter, yeah. you then get uh, a manager, a manager wants to come in. Why are you not owning part of that company? I can't ever work this out. Why, why you would not own part of it? So if you were, say you were getting, fuck no, say you were getting 10 and 10. So you've got to fight the UFC, yep. you've got 10 and 10, 15 yep. and 15, but you've got to pay your manager at that. Yep. Why would you not try and buy shares in that management company so you're always making money? That why comes you... down to business sense. Yeah, but why, I mean? why are they, why are people not looking after, I know they're, they're but, uh, the but again, I think that's because, Most because of the fighter, <laughs> and also because, this look, the, re the reason I haven't fought a lot, for the last few years is this yeah people are willing to fight main event on shows for 350 pound yeah so i'm like well a couple of years ago i thought well i could really push here if i could have four or five straight back-to-back -back wins yeah. there would be a chance at a ufc call-up or bellator or maybe ksw because yeah. all of those know me like jude samuel at bellator i know really well ufc i've obviously got the ultimate fighter thing ksw guys i've cornered there a lot so yeah. i got links so I was, right i can really push and i'm like for, to have these fights, I'm going to fight for 300, 400 quid, main event on shows. Now, 
You know me. You know what I'm like when I train for a fight. I I won't not do the the sprints. I'll yeah. do the fucking hill sprints three days a week, no matter what. I'll do my cardio. I'll do my pad work. I'll do. Extras, I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it all because I'm gonna fight pro. I'm gonna not yeah. gonna do this justice for uh, an injustice to myself. Yeah. So when you've got people who are willing to not put the effort in and fight for three hundred quid. And the promoter just wants anyone on their fucking card because all they yeah. care about is money. Yeah, yeah. Where's Where's the career-minded people who are thinking, <laughs> yeah. actually, there's a business here? There won't be a business. No. For most managers, there's not a business. No. Most managers will be part-time because yeah. they're only going to make their 15% commission, which is going to be viable or valuable, off of 1% of their clientele. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's, it, because they, I still think there's a thing of... You know when um, you know when you're an apprentice, you're an apprentice. I use my thing like like S and C guys. Yeah. So you do all your stuff, you get your qualifications, you get everything, and then they go, "Do you want an internship?" And you're like, "Yeah." And like, "All right, it's free." And you're like, "Yeah, all right." Yeah. And you're like, "I still think that there's a bit, there's an element of that that they still think that the only professional outfit is the UFC or Bellator." So everyone's still running on like internship mentality until they get there they're like oh well, i'll take this one because i'll win i'll take this one so i get there yeah. then i can have a word with cage warriors yeah. then i can have a word with the ufc um that's how i, I think I, I, I think you are right but at the same time it's so it's like cage warriors the amount of people you've, you're obviously here you see the amount of people we train we work and so people say to me oh i really want to get on cage warriors and i'm like why i'll like, oh, get a contract with cage warriors i'm like listen I already know you're in this for the wrong thing. You want people to see you on TV. Yeah. All you give a fuck about is people seeing you, right? Fuck Cage Warriors for this reason. And I got a great relationship with Ian and Graham and a great relationship with Cage Warriors and there's nothing against them. But if I fight on Cage Warriors, not not I, if, I, if one of our fighters fights on Cage Warriors at, um, let's say, uh, an amateur level, decent amateur level, mm -hmm. they win. Cage Warriors might not offer them a fight for four months, but you're contracted. Yeah. Like, pro guys, they fight, and then they say straight away, like, Ian, I win it, I won first round, you need a 155er in the next week? And they're like, no, we got a fight coming up in July, but the card's full. If anyone pulls out, I'll let you know. But they're booking their cards, three, four cards in yeah, advance. Yeah. So, you're contracted now to Cage Warriors, just because you want your mates to see you on TV, and you're fighting twice a year. Yeah. Well, you're not going to get to the UFC until you've got a decent record, so yeah. you're not in the UFC now for three years. What? Like, what? What's the solution, though? What What do you do? It's what the people you... who are in MMA. It's nothing. Like, mate, this sport still suffers from the wankers who are in the sport who want to tell people they're professional fighters. Yeah. Like, come on. Surely we're fucking past that yet. Like, well, oh, yeah, it'd be good to get on Cage Wars. For what? For what reason? So your mates can watch you on TV and they can say, oh, Bob fought on fucking TV. How cool is that? Yeah. It's not cool. It doesn't mean anything to anybody. Yeah. All it means is it slowed you down. Yeah, but I also think that they, a lot of people look at that as, as the next rung up the ladder. So that's the first thing. Which is the problem. Fuck the ladder. Yeah. Fuck the ladder. Get on and fight. Yeah. Get on and fight. Let, let me tell you something. If I've got a 10-0 record at pro, a 10-0 record, a couple of guys are on my, on my record who are ranked top 20 in the U in Europe do you know what I mean mm. a couple of guys who are ranked top 5 in the UK I'm getting signed yeah I'm getting fucking signed there's no choice about it like if you've got a good record against good opponents you're getting signed but or you get the or opponents? then you speak to Cage Warriors and you're like listen I'm 10 and 0 yeah sign me immediate title fight immediate title fight I'm Cage Warriors you get signed yeah boom or they might even approach you yeah. we'd like to manage you we'd like to build your profile yeah. from 7 and 0 they might have a but you sign with Cage Warriors, and I feel like I'm doing Cage Warriors an injustice by keep mentioning them, but it's only because they're the biggest in yeah. the UK, let's say. So, and Europe, probably. 
So let's say you sign with them at five and zero. You've got probably at least four to five fights before you can get signed to UFC. Yeah. And if you're getting two fights a year, that's two to three years. Like, you could smash those fights out in a year. Like, I've had fights that have been over in a minute, uninjured, and if I wasn't such an idiot and liked fucking paragliding and stuff, I could have banked one to the next to the next to the next. Like, Paul Reed, six fights in a year and stuff. If you're a young kid who's ready to go, stop thinking about what your fucking mates are going to think, because they're not here training with you. Their opinion means fuck all. Like, it's like me having an opinion on good ballet dancing don't worry if you're a ballet dancer and i say oh you're fucking pirouette or whatever look shit laugh at me and carry on walking because i don't even know what a fucking pirouette is meant to look like and it's exactly the same with mma don't give a fuck what these people are saying because a they're not in the gym training with you b their opinion don't count c they probably thought mayweather was going to beat fuck uh mayweather was going to lose to mcgregor in a boxing match (laughs) so they're fucking idiots right so forget them crack on keep fighting Get in your gym, listen to a sensible coach or a sensible manager who's saying to you, just fucking be in the gym and train, let me worry about your career for now. Get your head down, keep working, and then you're not signed into something you can't get out of and it's taking the fucking long, drawn-out fucking process, you know? And then you'll weed out all the fucking idiots who are in this to to fucking show off to their mates, you know? What what do you think about... I'll just keep keep going about the MMA thing. What do you think now? Like, there's just nothing going on. There's no show anywhere for anyone at amateur level. I think it's where the fuck. So I think it's shit that there's now a monopoly in the Bellator and Cage Warriors are the only places we've got fights going on in the UK. Um, And I think that sets a terrible monopoly for smaller shows. At the same time, I would like there to be less smaller shows because there's so many greedy cunts who just want to make money off other people being punched in the face. Mm. They've never sparred a day in their life, they've never competed, and they want to make money off me getting punched in the fi- face and tell me I'm fucking bad for business because I don't sell tickets. Yeah. Like, so let's get rid of them cunts anyway by, by whatever means necessary. The, yeah. the less of them there are, the better it is for everybody. That's one yeah. good thing. Um, but I don't think a monopoly is good for anyone. Like when the UFC went and bought Pride. Yeah. I know Pride was on his ass and it didn't have any chance of surviving, but once they'd done that, everyone sort of was like, oh, Japanese MMA will never be the same again. Mm. And it's never been the same again. You got like um, uh, K1 and stuff, and it's all right. But the moment the UFC did that, it was obvious what the option, what the outcome was. The UFC yeah. are going to go to Japan. Yeah. So now all you've got is the UFC. Yeah. So it monopolized MMA at the upper echelons. Now... Bellator, Cage Warriors sort of have a monopoly because they're the only ones who can put together a show. So, And that's just because of the money? It's because of the money and because of how established they are. So instead of any... Because a lot of these promoters want to just promote MMA, they want to just put on the shows and have people come and they want to take their money and take their money, people like Cage Warriors have been through the ringer. Like, Graham Boylan has been through the ringer, like, and he's had the worst of the worst. Oh, Cage Warriors has gone bust. Grind and work, dig your nails and pull themselves back out of it. Ian Dean is a matchmaker, has suffered complete shit, abuse, and stuck with it, put good fights on, knows who's who, stuck with UK MMA, even when that's gone. So many shows, as soon as their show's not selling anymore, that's the end of MMA for them. And you speak to them, they haven't watched UFC for three years. I mean, you're like, it was a business for you, you just want to make money off these people. 
the people like Cage Warriors and uh, Bellator is they've ground and ground like Bellator is now backed up by the people who used to be Bama as well. Right now, Jude Samuels and people like that work their ass off at Bama. Yeah. So these two big shows, I'm not saying they're not deserved of being on TV now and having a, but it sets the precedence where there's no route like, who can come through. Yeah, and because everyone wants to get paid and everyone wants to do this and everyone's you end up putting on 50 shows you'll always fill the card yeah and i'm like well you're always gonna fill the card with dumb asses i think you should make pro mma harder to break into yeah and then you'll get some actual professional athletes yeah you know? how do you do it that's the thing it's like so, other than licensing it? i don't think well this is what i was going to say yeah. like, do, do, do you go that way do you say well you need a license you need to be able to prove to what like the british board of boxing or whatever no 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 you need to prove... license shows ah not don't the license athlete. the fighter no don't ah, license no. because as long as you license the shows the athlete can't fight right so it's like this the ufc can pawn any fight they want they can say right ben lambert like zero and zero we're gonna get him to fight at your weight probably steep oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we can get him to step in against so me against bc yeah yeah nice. get you to fight your romero yeah. tomorrow because you're deflect machine gonna be like what no fuck off we're never sanctioning that fight right yeah. so that's because they have to adhere to a sanction or a governing body because there's not that here anyone can put on a show as long as they can hire a hall and promote it local council could shut them down yeah but license the production of shows license yeah li license fight events because then i can't fight on any show that's unlicensed and if i'm worried about my license getting renewed yeah. i can't have bad press so i'm not going to have these guys who are like three and 47 yeah. coming and filling a gap i'm going to say we've lost our main event yeah like, that's just the way it goes sometimes right? remember when matt when matt had somebody they offered matt somebody he was yeah he was yeah. 11 and one at the time yeah and they offered him someone that was zero and four yeah. He said, you'll take it? He was like, no. no this yeah. last zero and four is a fucking yeah, retard. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? You didn't know. Yeah. So, it, that was a knuckle-up, I think. I think that was yeah. a knuckle-up or something. I can't remember what it was. Whatever show it was. But, yeah, it's not a bad show. Yeah. Because, pe so people like Cage Warriors and Bellator, they run the show like they're licensed. Yeah. They run the show like, like they're answering to a governing body. That's the way that their shows are run. Yeah. Weigh-ins are ran like you... There's nobody That's doing class. a video weigh-in with the news yeah. of the world there. Yeah, I don't know if the news of the world exists anymore. <laughs> but like a video weigh-in yeah. with blue tack underneath the scales, yeah. right? Like, th that don't happen at Cage Warriors. No. You turn up to the fucking weigh-ins and the reason we know you're going to be here, where are you fighting out of? I'm fighting out in Newcastle, shows in London. You'll have a hotel for the Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. so that you got a hotel the night before to do all your weight cut and stuff yeah, in. Yeah. You can check in from 10am. But they're running it like they're already licensed. Yeah. So these, so people think, oh yeah, but they got big backers. That's the only reason they stood out. No, what they've done is they've ran the fucking organisation properly. Yeah. So when people do come and they want to align themselves with someone like a TV company, they align themselves with the people who are doing it properly. That's what I mean. But that becomes then goes back to the thing of, I haven't wanted to be a pro, but if I uh, are trained like a decent level amateur, that's the only thing I'd want to be on. If I was a pro, I'd, I didn't want to be on that. Because if I... if, but if I'd, there was more of them, that, would, that, that yeah. would be different. So people think that a TV deal's the answer. And that's because people want to be famous. Yeah. This ain't the fucking Kardashians. <laughs> Forget being famous. Yeah. Someone's going to separate you from your consciousness. Mm. Fuck, 
fuck out the window. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's not... If you want to be famous, have your dick cut off, wear a fucking dress, and get on Instagram Live and give people fucking <laughs> MMA coaching advice from a transsexual. Yeah. I guarantee you, you'll be fucking famous if you do that. Yeah. I guarantee it, right? If you want to be fucking famous, don't pursue MMA. Yeah. Don't pursue... Right. Tell me how many of our guys in here, from amateurs to pros... If I said to them, oh, remember Jens Pulver? We'd be yeah, like, yeah, I remember. Jens Pulver's one of the greatest guys to do it. Yeah, like, yeah. it's some of his battles with BJ Penn. And stuff. Like, they're not going to know who he is. Like, no. I'm like, well, one of my good friends who I cornered in the UFC twice, trained with Chris Lytle, right? Yeah. Tell me Chris Lytle, who never been subbed, never been knocked out, never been stopped in an MMA fight and in the UFC. Yeah. Tell me how many people out of 100 we get in here would name Chris Lytle? Five. Because Dan already fought him. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Really yeah, won. right. So if and I'm saying if that, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, look at even Geo the other day. Loves MMA, loves, him, and he's like, oh, I can't believe Khabib got that that triangle from the bank. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, to get it from that, that's exceptional. I was like, no, that's a common move. No, that's no, like, but I got a. Here's the other thing: is a lot of these people are now watching it. They're coming over to the sport, so you can't go. If you didn't know fuck all about horse racing, and all of a sudden now you're really into horse racing, you probably wouldn't know much about horse racing but, for ten years ago. Well, do you know? No, do you, do you know what you know? what would happen? This is what's happened. This is this. You to use your analogy. This is what people are doing. Yeah, they're coming over to to never seeing a horse racing. They now start watching horse racing. They only watch the Grand National. Yeah. that's what they're doing with UFC. Yeah, because they don't watch MMA. They watch UFC. Yeah, watch fucking MMA. Like, yeah. all these people are coming into the, into the fucking, uh, into the UFC. They've all had careers. Yeah. Now, that's the only way younger fighters make money, because you start following low-level MMA. Yeah. But when they... you start following low-level MMA, you get to see these people coming through the ranks. Which yeah, is, you're going to want, so you would have wanted to watch Conor McGregor way yeah. before he got to exactly, UFC. Yeah. So you would have been funding Conor McGregor's career because, way before he got there. That's because it's easier to see that. But, like, if you look at any other sport, could you, if you watch this rugby on that, England's on that, yeah. name me 10 teams outside that premiership in this country. I couldn't name you a single person who plays mean? rugby. Do you know what I mean? I'd always fell asleep when you said rugby. The team, just name 10 teams in that sort of Division 1, Division 2. Yeah. No one could fucking do it. Yeah. And that's because it's not, without being rude, ain't worth fucking watching. It is worth watching because they're good. They yeah. gradually come through. But the same as anything else people only watch what's but I think this is different I think this is different right because I think fighting always someone's always gonna get punched in the face yeah every time someone's gonna get punched in the face there's a chance someone's getting knocked out mm. someone's always gonna have a submission move on, on an M on an MMA show because you're gonna have like five ten fights yeah rugby matches can just be fucking boring rugby matches do you know what I mean yeah football matches can be boring fucking football matches do you yeah. know what I mean like, this is fighting there's always gonna be a fight you're never yeah. gonna put on a fight show and there not be a fight so, I think if you want to help lower end sport, you watch lower end sport. Yeah. You don't just watch UFC and then talk to me like you're an MMA fan. Yeah. You know? I mean, they have the same thing in boxing. Like, we went to watch Mickey. You know, Mickey. Yeah, yeah. Mickey. We went to watch mixed box, um, amateur show. There was, I think there was, I think they had loads pull out, and there were six bites on there. Yeah. Of these six bites, there was three of them that had been an ABA semi finalist. Good, they were yeah. good, good level amateurs. There must have been 30 people there watching, yeah, for a fiver for five quid. Yeah, now a couple of nights before, they had a white collar show, which is 
as bad as you have ever seen anyone. Yeah, of course, yeah. Fucking 400 people yeah, at yeah. 50 quid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, we we can't appreciate how good the amateurs are at, at any sport, whether yeah. that's boxing, whether that's whatever. Uh, but this is the thing, this, uh, to, just trying yeah. to cut you off there, but is a, this is really important that this point's made. 95% of all of those amateurs on that night would have beat up every single white-collar fighter 100%. on that. 100%. Would have smashed them. 100%. Any white collar boxer who's out there now, I like. You're not a match for anyone who's a good level amateur. It's not yeah. boxing. Like, there's not yeah, yeah. the amount of people who are walking around. Oh, yeah, I'm having a boxing bout. And I was like, you're not. You're fighting fucking white collar. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. fucking be throwing your hands like you're taking change out your pocket yeah, yeah. at another guy who's fucking done his training watching the drunken master on Street Fighter. Like. This is not fucking sport. Like yeah, yeah. A, a half decent amateur will box your well, head that off. Is exactly what you're saying now. It's the sport. So that's where it becomes the professional MMA fighter because there's because there's not a national governing body. There's no sport there. Yeah. Do you know? Like there's no one to be accountable to anywhere. That's the that's where I think the biggest downfall is. But then you also get the thing of once you've got a national governing body. They change the fucking rules of everything. Yeah, which is why, TV which is why you license the, the show. Yeah. So as long as you license the show, the show has to, like that's like the the, the um, UFC and places and stuff like that. The show is it's the show has to put on a fight that is sanctioned by the athletic commission, yeah. and the fight has to be deemed to be like a suitable standard. Yeah. We don't have athletic commissions in the UK, so all you do is you why license the why, shows. Why, why, why? I, it's just a historical thing, I guess. I don't know. I think it's just because nobody gets as sued as much as you do in the US. Yeah. So, like, all you do is you license shows, and you say, in order to put on your next show, we really like what we did in your last show, but there was a couple of fights we weren't sure about that. We can't keep being seen to give you a fighting license if you're going to let people who have no experience get yeah. beat up by guys who are really but good. Who, who then? So then you then you get like a case of right. Here's my fight card's been put out. So yeah. the licensing people can look and say. Hang on, what's this fight here? They can come and say, you're not putting that fight on. Yeah. We're not going to continue to give you a fight license if you're going to keep putting shit shows on. Yeah. That, they'll need to do that for a year. Yeah, yeah. After a year, they'll never have to do that anymore. Because every fight organisation will start putting on the, the appropriate fights. Yeah. Which means all the shit cunts who have had two amateur fights, one in 15 seconds, both of them, and then they want to go and fight pro, are not going to get on the card. Yeah. Because the, the licensing people are going to say, no, hang on, this is a dodgy fight. And the a promoter's going to say, we can't put a fight like that on. Yeah. You know, they have to take some responsibility. But who, who, who do you assign that job to? So, like, who in the UK we go, what? He needs to be involved and they need to be involved. And Because what you don't want is a load of, the same as what happens in any other sport, a load yeah. of basically shit cunts that are career sort of, um, not like politicians, but career sort of, people that are not involved in anything apart from a sanctioner does that make sense yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah of course who do you put in there do you like, put like in fight judges who've never yeah. had fights their whole careers judging fights which i don't mind you can have decent judges but then you get things happen like the other night yeah so in boxing where people are looking at their phones during yeah, fights yeah. now hang on if you've been around that circle for so long you know everyone Who's to say it's not easy to give you a backhander, the right person yeah. approach you? Because you're, you're a career judge. Yeah. You're going to want to take the backhander because you know judging yeah. big fights is going to be coming off the back of it. Yeah. So it does make it easy. But I think you ha you'd you have to get someone like Sport England or someone. You'd have to get someone like Sport England or someone involved who's got some clout 
Um, but at the same time, would they be the right people and would they bring in the right people to... You'd have to get like some sort of body involved. Yeah, because those bodies are to do with well, amateur sport, essentially. It's the same as like the EIS. Like, they yeah. look at athletics, they look at, essentially, Olympic sport, which yeah. are amateurs, do you know? So they run it as an amateur thing. It's a fucking... They basically, I don't know the ins and outs, but a lot of it would be funded by a government, funded by fucking Sainsbury's or, you know, big yeah. sponsors, do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, where are you going to get that big sponsor for for UK MMA? They can't even put a fucking... What, how many times do they have the UFC here? Yeah. Like, yeah. Did, do you know what I mean? Like, they didn't even bother to bring it here. Yeah. Like once a year, if they yeah, most, once like, every two years. And yeah. it ain't because they don't sell the tickets, because they sell the tickets fast. Yeah. But they sell the tickets fast for one show a year do you know what I mean it's exactly. like you couldn't put it you couldn't use it like like a Vegas do you know it's not when people just won't come it's no. not and we're not big enough we're a tiny little fucking island so yeah I think you need I'm to I'm a fucking um, lazy over here we can watch on the TV we're lazy as fuck uh, and, but also so, mate it's like tonight right in UFC that Corey McKenna's fighting that Welsh girl do you yeah. know who she is not, not a lot I this is, a, fight, this is yeah. a thing see so like women's MMA yeah, watch you, you watch it every now and again don't yeah, really yeah. follow it so someone like me who's into MMA I'll follow like Corey's because Corey was going to fight Lanchana Green and uh, I know Lanch so I was interested when that fight got nice so I looked her up then but then she won her last fight she's the first Welsh woman to ever fight in the UFC yeah. amazing but no what's amazing was her career the five leading up to that and yeah. the ten or something amateur fights she had all wins yeah. she's fucking brilliant do you yeah. know what I mean like this is, this is the thing is that there's amazing people who you're not noticing in Leicester and UFC. Yeah. Like, and you're like, what? Like, EFC got some great UK guys in it. One FC, there's UK guys going there yeah. now. Like, oh, and great. One FC is my favourite now. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think that's my. I think that's. I prefer to watch that even now. Not. How do I put this? I prefer to watch the athletes on One FC, and I think they do everything. Like, it's free to watch. The Instagram is People amazing. Can still take they, juice. <laughs> yeah, juice yeah, but man, there's some random fights on there. Yeah, there but they like, I like watching, it and they do. They sort of promote it real well, and I really like it. The level is, you can argue, the the top level is. As, as good as UFC because there's people from the UFC that's gone across. Yeah. With Demetrius, Eddie, yeah. Alvarez, and stuff like that. So they've gone across. So, but uh, but it's still not the UFC. No. Man, even when you watch Bellator, it's still not the UFC. No, exactly. It's not. No. no. I, don't get me wrong. I think Bellator are doing brilliant things right now um, within the UK. But then, but but then, then like, Bellator have always been known to be fucking hard work with their contracts because they really don't want you to go to UFC. Yeah. So they try and tie you up for a, like really tie you up yeah. and you're like i need to fight like i need to fight yeah. and they're like yeah we've got nothing at the moment like no you my career's dwindling away like yeah. i need it's like right like right now i'll fight if anyone can get me a fight in ufc i'll fight in the ufc and i'll dedicate my life right now to fighting in the ufc i'll train like any other person who's signed to ufc right like i was the first person from the UK to ever fly to America and do the tryouts. Yeah. Nobody had done that. They picked Bisping yeah. by coming over here, right? I was the first person to do that. I had a shitstorm when I fought in it, and then my career does not on paper say I deserve to be in the UFC. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Do I deserve to be in the UFC on my fight career? On my record? No, I don't. Do I deserve to be in the UFC for my commitment to UK MMA? Hmm. Well, I would argue probably yeah, right? Now, people say, well then, knuckle down and spend the next year fighting. Which is what I was going to do this year. I was like, right, one last year, four straight wins, 
and I'll be five of my la- five wins from five last fights. We could fucking do this. I can fight yeah. for a title on a cushion. I can do this. Lockdown, boom. Nobody yeah. can train. So now I'm like, right, I'm 37. What do I do? Like, if the UFC ring me now, I'll fucking sign a contract. Let's fight. If you want to make it a one fight, one and done, let's yeah. fucking do that. I'll do it. Am I willing to do that to fight on UK fucking shows where... Let's say Cage Warriors mess me now. Where's we got a fight for you? Okay, who is it? Oh, it was this guy. Right. We've got to win it because it's not going to do anything for my career. So I've got to win the fight. Yeah. Okay, if I win it, how quickly will you get me my next foot? Well, we don't know. Let's see how this one goes. That Now I'm sort of stuck because I can't yeah. commit my whole life for this one fight. Yeah. I need to commit myself for the four wins, you know? I need yeah. to commit myself for that. So what comes next? So then you end up with someone like... And I know people like this. I would have to become a rolling fighter where I just stay ready and if a fight comes up, I take it. Yeah. That's no good for me. No. I'm not... I've got no interest in that. So now I'm in this uh, predicament where, well, I might as well give up MMA. I might well, as well just say I'm retired then. Yeah, well, I'm... I'm... Like, yeah, it's your podcast. I'm not the one that says poo-poo, but I... No, you do. But, no, you say what you've got to say. But I also think that... Uh, I think that you'd be better off now from the outside looking in doing being a coach yeah, like yeah. i watch you coach and i'm like you're a coach that's it yeah. like to do it you 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 could probably put somebody not probably we will between us all we will put somebody on that ufc card yeah we we will do like i don't i have no doubt in that but i just to think i'm just like why like you say to everyone like what have you got to prove so now i look at you and i go you don't need to prove nothing yeah. to none of us. Which is why I'm not pushing. Yeah. What my point of that was that that you want for someone yeah. like me, yeah. if the UFC messaged me, to, I'll dedicate everything to it. Yeah. Like as if Cage Warriors messaged me and said, "Look, we want to offer you a free fight contract." I would say no because yeah. I'm not willing to dedicate everything unless I know You're gonna get this to is going to go here. This is yeah, going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got to say like give me something that I can say I'm going to act like a professional athlete because I'm not going to act like someone who's just fighting pro. Yeah. That, that, that was my point of this. Which yeah, why I'm yeah, not no. training like a, for a, I got a fight. I've got no interest in chasing fights. Yeah. I me, mean, don't get me wrong, if the Mario one would have fucking ever come, I'd have took it on a fucking <laughs> heartbeat. But that's more our principle. Yeah. I'm not actively looking. I've actually turned down two fights in the last month. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not training like I want to yeah, be a fighter, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Now, i got to ask you the thing. So, so Anderson's just finished. Yeah finished so and, then, and you're dana white so i'm basically like dana not not i'm in around all fighting but I'm not yeah. fighting yeah so i look at it the same way dana looks at it chill now you just re- you retire you should have never been allowed to fight adesanya ah so there but then you get connor he yeah. goes you're a fucking fighter just find a level that you you enjoy the sport of of mixed martial arts you find a level that you can compete at and you can compete at that until you don't want to fight anymore. Where do you stand on that? Well, like, like if you were a retired footballer, yeah, you could come down and play at fucking Longwell Green until yeah. you're sixty because yeah. you enjoy football. Yeah, but the only way that Anderson's going to be able to, to start to be able to compete is he's going to be beaten. Because what do you call competing? You could compete in beating people, I guess. Like because yeah. he can compete in UFC. Yeah. He's like not many people are knocking him out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he can compete in UFC. But he's always gonna be like a, a fifteen and below fighter. Yeah. So what do you call competing? Beating people, but then so Anderson, go and find people you can beat up. Yeah, everyone That's what you're saying to UFC, everyone. Yeah. 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 So go and find people you can beat up. Yeah. Or go and find people who aren't quite good enough yet to beat you. 
But then you're not fighting. Like that's not. Yeah. No, you've done everything. You've done everything that can be achieved in the sport. Rest now. Move yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of a lot of things of that is brain damage. Like, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not competitiveness. Like it scares me. Like mate. Right now, Saturday, I wouldn't mind if I ever fight again. Yeah. Never. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'll go in later on. I'll lay in bed in the thought of never walking to the cage, never getting ready for it. Scares the shit out of me. Yeah. The thought of like never doing those vile cardio scares the shit out of me. Mm. But then that lasts for five minutes. For the other 23 and a half hours of the day, I'm happy with the life that I got. Yeah. It's brain damage that makes these people keep doing what they're doing because they can't find anything else their personality has become that now they're impulsive and they want to do this again and they want like yeah. listen Anderson. it becomes a dogma doesn't it that they they is their their thing yes yeah. Anderson Silva the fighter and Those I think the fighter. any logical sane mentally um astute person can say come on like I'm getting knocked out and it's bad for me and it's gonna keep getting worse and yeah Nah, it's time to fucking walk away. Unless Anderson only trained half-heartedly, couldn't be bothered, and is any thought. Yeah, but then I even that, more. because because you train half-heartedly, that tells me enough. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I agree. Like we had it in here when the lads fought, and you can see it, and you're like, you're done now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's not because you're not good enough. It's because the it's harder to to get yourself up for that training exactly and it's not because you're not good enough it's because you're you're done like that's, yeah. that's it like yeah, that, that's it yeah you know and it's look, not but like for diego sanchez should not be allowed to fight anymore yeah like you're not ever climbing any climbing any higher than you are in the rankings mm. why are you still fighting mm. done you're done like it's not he shouldn't be kept in ufc because ufc are scared he's gonna go somewhere else and he's gonna you're you're done like you should be like the athletic commission should say we're not sanctioning you anymore you're at the level that you're going to be at that mm. you're not you're going to keep getting knocked out by people better than you and mm. you're going to keep beating up people at a lesser standard than you and you're going to float around this and you're going to be what's known as a gatekeeper but it's money yeah but do you want to keep getting knocked out as a gatekeeper well that's the fuck you protect them? Do? yeah but what 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 do you know what I mean? this is the thing there's no but then so any sport but there's then, no after no there's not and this is why mental illness is such a bad problem in in combat sports boxing and stuff mm. because lots of people are so all in this is why people say to me like i've had it before don't you wish you got your head down and fully committed well yeah no yeah because the walk to the to the octagon for the ufc was always something i wanted to do not as a cornerman as a fighter yeah. always wanted to do it so yeah i wish for that but no because if it is me and i'm over and i'm never gonna fight again i've got a podcast yeah i'm in the middle of writing a book I've wrote a TV series. I paraglide. Like I, mean, I got selected for the Europe for the Great British team for Europeans for paragliding this year. Um, I fucking base jump. I yeah, fly yeah. birds of prey. I so like part of me would be like fucking hell. Thank yeah. God I can go and do this today. I'm gonna yeah. be the so no. I'm not. I'm at no point will I look back and say I wish I'd worked harder. I did wish I committed more. Did you? Did you ever listen to that? I only got sent it. It was Johnny Wilkinson. He was on the High Performance Podcast. Isn't it's called? No, if you ever listen to that, I'll no. send you after. Good podcast. Good, mate. He's fucking... But he's like... He comes across like one of those fighters that can't stop. He's... It was all in. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't... There's nothing else. The blinkers were on. It was just that. Yeah. It was, I need to win the World Cup. Then he won the World Cup and it was like... Now what? Yeah. That's what I want to do. Well, I'll win another one. Well, I'll coach another one. It, it just wasn't there. But I think there's... It's worth listening to. Because it, he's... 
he seems like one of them people that would be a bit like that. Right, if you've got your head down, you've done it. But he got his head down, he did do it. Yeah. And he went no fucking better off than anyone else that didn't do it. Yeah. And in fact, he was probably worse. And I think that's the, the podcast basically tells him that. He's like, I fucked up. Like, like I, didn't, I didn't do anything. I, I, wait, I essentially wasted my time getting to that level. He goes, I won the World Cup. He said, as soon as I won it, it was I was already on the decline. Yeah. I couldn't go any higher. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was a weird thing. But he yeah. he's very like uh it is good, it's worth listening to. He go, he goes right into himself. He's a bit like not not like self helpy, but it's like I took a lot from it. I was like, This is fucking class. Yeah. Because because I I I liked him I didn't know him as a person, but I liked him as a person. I liked what he stood for. And he was like, I train harder than everyone else, I eat better than everyone else, I'm the consummate professional. Yeah. And it didn't mean fuck all. He's like, because I didn't have everything else around me. No, so, yeah, yeah. In, in hindsight, you, you've probably, you're probably in a much better place now than if you did get your fucking head down and make that one walk. Do you Which know what is mean? why I haven't put, got my yeah. head down. Like, and people say, like, I never have to question my ability because I've sparred some of the best guys in the world. I've trained with some of the best guys in the world. I've trained with some of the best strength and conditioning coaches in the world. And I've done it. Yeah, there's, oh, uh, thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I know, like, and then I'll spar with pros who we've got up and coming, and yeah. I'll know I'll beat you in a round, definitely. Yeah. So I know I'm better than you. And I've sparred with guys who are active in the UFC, and I think, fuck me, even getting through sparring with you is fucking horrible. It's going to yeah. be hard. So I know what where my level is. I know what... But I'm not interested in chasing it. I yeah. don't mean anything. I would... If the UFC said they had a fight for me, I'll go all in because that was my dream. Like, mm. That was the thing. The UFC at that point was to fight there. I would do that, but... I'm not going to get ready for a contract on Cage Warriors. I'm not going to yeah. get ready for a contract on Bellator. I'm not offer me one fight and I'll say yeah or no. Mm. I'm not going to get myself ready for that because it doesn't look like, it doesn't mean anything to me. It don't if I win, it doesn't mean that that win was better than all my other wins yeah. and they should be discredited. And if I lose, it doesn't discredit all my other wins. So I'm like what are doing? Like, yeah. at, at some point, going out and flying my eagle and catching a fox will be better than going and winning. A... Yeah, I'm just not. But that's so. A, it's so weird. That's the. That's like a really close analogy to what he says on there. Yeah. He said he was like, um, he was he was pushing. It was something to do with his kids. I think he's pushing his kids on a swing or something. And he goes, at this point, this is better than the World Cup. Yeah. And it was like, he get, but he'd never ever thought of that position that he was in would be better than winning the World Cup yeah. until he won the World Cup, and he was like. Ugh, this is much better. Like yeah. he, he brought all the way back down. Is he, mate? I'll send you. It's look, fucking look, interesting. I mean, look, be, I, I, like I referenced me because we're talking on my podcast, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. not like it, none of what I'm saying is about me. I don't no, want it to no, be about I, I, no, me. No, no, do you know no. what I mean? It's not. It's not about me, and it's not about my career. And I'm not in this dilemma. I, I'm torn yeah, about where yeah, to go. Yeah, I'm. Mean, that's long. This ain't about me. We're just talking about me because I'm the because fighter, and you're yeah. the guy who's yeah. not the fight. So, from yeah. to add my perspective, yeah. so it's not about me. It's more a reference point. That's more my reference point to people like Anderson yeah. for not wanting to give up. And but look, I've never had that, other than I always want to compete. Yeah. So I always want to fight. Like when we spar here and I see people spar and someone hits someone too hard, I think, oh, fucking pass my gloves. I'm not. Yeah. And I want to spar. I want to fuck it. But that's just my competitiveness. That's the same yeah. as if you said to me, no, I'll run faster than you over 100 yeah. meters. I'm like, you ain't running faster than yeah. me over 100 meters. Because that's me. I'm competitive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's not. I've referenced me because I'm sat here, but it's not. And no point am I saying. 
I should do this yeah, or I, I want to do this even, you yeah, know? Yeah. I'm just, from calling on my own experience, I think someone like Anderson, like just, you've had nothing else in your life that's replicated the things that you've done that were brilliant. Yeah. Couple into that a little bit of brain damage and thinking about, oh fuck, what we're going to do next? You're yeah. stuck. You're stuck with your identity as Anderson Silva, the UFC fighter. Mm. No. Your identity is Anderson Silva. Yeah. Like, like I say to people, an MMA fight is a 15-minute representation of everything you've done in your career. Mm. Maybe 25 minutes if it's pro. If it's a title fight. 15-minute representation. So you've got to hope everything is a fair representation of what's happened there. MMA is a representation of everything else that goes, in in, goes on in your life. Now, you can make MMA your, your everything, but still not. Yeah. you still got your mum might be sick, you're dealing with that. Yeah. Your wife needs this. Your brother's got a yeah. business and you've helped him out labouring it. So it's still a, a representation of your life. If it's the, the, the sole representation, I would say you've had a pretty poor life, even if you're the greatest guy in the world, even if mm. you're GSP. Yeah. But GSP had to leave MMA because he didn't have anything else in his life. Couldn't yeah. have relationships. And hey, it's exactly the same as this fucking Johnny Wilkins thing. Exactly the yeah. same thing. Exactly the same. It's just, they just... But I don't think you get to that level of whatever you're doing without being like that. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, now, the problem comes is when you can't realise that they were like that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Your GSPs, your Johnny Wilkins, they When they don't realise they were... From one, they were a cunt all the way up to the top because yeah. they looked after one, one thing themselves doing that one thing. Yeah, but it's the Michael Jordan thing. Uh, yeah. So people who trained Michael said he was horrible, he was stuff like that. But you wouldn't have been successful if it weren't for Michael no. Jordan because he's the reason the team are like that. Because he was a cunt to you and he yeah. pushed you harder. Yeah, yeah. Everyone on the team had to push to Jordan's level. We can't quite get there. Yeah. Oh, hang on, Jordan stepped up again. We're gonna yeah. have to step up. So. You can say, oh, Jordan was this, Jordan was that. No, you're who you are because of him. Yeah. And you have to be, you, you have to be that. And look, that's why, so when I coach and I come in here and I speak to guys, like, you know me, you know what I'm like. I, I have no time or tolerance for shit. Yeah. Talking shit to me. And like, I'm like, like if you think you're going to know better than me in MMA, in your fucking wealth of five amateur fights, mm. when I've made this my life, for fucking 17 years coached up to 100 people now to get mm. into profile if you think you're going to know better than me and you think you have more you don't need to come to me for anything you can yeah. do what you do and i'll give you the exact amount of help and advice as i think you deserve and i'll concentrate on all the other guys mm. i'd rather concentrate on 30 guys who have never had a fight than one devo who's had five amateur fights who thinks he's big it don't mean anything to me yeah, yeah. like your success doesn't mean anything to me. Your commitment means something to me. Mm. Like, I'm not interested in, in how far you go with this. I'm interested in how much you put in right here, yeah. right now. Because I'm going to see you before you made it. Yeah. What you do there is more important to me than what you're doing yeah, once you made yeah, it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? 100%. Like, from a, from a coaching point of view. Mm. I just think that the whole pro, like, the reason we got into this is because of people, like, being a pro fighter, not a pro athlete. Yeah. That whole thing comes from who you are in the gym yeah. you know and I just think yeah you need to just wind it fucking back and just say like I'm going to be an athlete fuck yeah. it I'll listen to my coaches I'll listen to my team I'll listen to my strength and conditioning guy and I'll listen to my nutritionist yeah. boom I'll make it like this Yeah, I think that's where you need to go you know yeah but it's, just, it's just hard that it's, there's like we are saying there's not that pathway I think it's what I'm trying to do now here it's what we're trying to 
trying to slow it takes time but to slowly get to that stage here where we will eventually encompass everything that you need to progress yeah. and, no matter, and i mean progress not to become a professional i mean to progress whatever yeah. level you're at now we just want to go up yeah we just we don't want to go down we just want to get better but, in, but in that more you're gonna get told no and you're gonna get told you're not ready uh, and you're gonna get told you shouldn't more uh, than you're uh, gonna get told yes yeah uh, and it's the the no's you should listen to exactly. and every yes you use a question exactly if you come to me and you say listen do you think i should go pro and i say yes yeah. you should always say afterwards really do you, honestly do you think that it should mm. never be brilliant i'm going pro yeah. listen listen to every no i give you mm. wholeheartedly don't question it Every yes I give you, question it. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, 100%, that's the way you should do it. The moment I say no to you, you should just, oh, do you reckon I should go pro? No. Don't look for the next person to say yes to you. Yeah. Like, think, yeah. well, I've put everything, I've entrusted everything with you. Mm. You've worked out to get, yeah, your no means no. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. Put your head down and prove me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Make, make my no a yes. Don't, yeah. don't look for someone else's yes, because if they come to you and you say, yeah, I think you should be pro, you still haven't got my yes. You can't come back to me <laughs> smug thinking, oh, well, Ben says yes. I'm like, ah, I don't give a fuck what Ben says. It's still a no for me. Well, In fact, thing. now it's a bigger no. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is, I don't, well, I don't know fuck all. Yeah. I know about that. And you're going to get yeses from people who know fuck all or yeah. people who know what they're on about, but they're abusing you. Yeah. You'll get, listen, I'll get, I could get any guy we got in this gym signed to a big show for a fight if a big show needs someone to come in and lose yeah 100% like that still yeah, happens big shows yeah, take yeah, people yeah. and they think listen he's got an alright record and people think about it well, but he's going to get destroyed by so and so it, it, it's basically that happened not long ago that, that, that happened yeah, not long yeah, ago it and, and, it, yeah. and he went there to, to lose as it was it didn't it didn't it didn't work out yeah. somebody else got shot and they, they did well and did whatever yeah. but they're man this is fucking hard sport fucking hard sport yeah it's my own sport like any sport you're so disposable and you're only worth something if they need you for something yeah and that's any sport yeah you know like, that's and exactly that's whether you're a manager whether you're a coach whether you're a fucking snc coach whether you're one of the interns as soon as you're not needed you're not needed that's it. But so the greatest thing about this sport, though, is the bullshit gets found out really simply. So I can sit here now talking all the bollocks to yeah. you. The UFC met, ring me and say, we've got a fight for you. And if or everyone who's listening is thinking, oh, Wes is definitely no good for the UFC. My bullshit gets found out when I go fight in the UFC and get my face punched in. Yeah. And it's the same for that amateur guy who doesn't listen to me. Yeah. Like, you can believe all you want. If someone's telling you no, 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 you can believe all you want. Yeah. When the door closes, you got to fight someone. Yeah. You, your bullshit's going to get found out. And you do not want to be on the bottom trying to get up thinking, I'm not fucking good enough, am I? This ain't where I should yeah. be, is it? Do you know what I mean? You want to be the guy on the top thinking, poor, I could have been here two fights ago. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, that, and that's what it comes down to. Being on the bottom, being elbowed in the face is a horrible place to fucking be, you know? Mm. Like... When Bear for the last true champion, like he got offered a pro fight, I was like, nah, I'm not taking it. Mm. And like Bear's like, well, I don't mind. I was like, no, Bear, listen to me. You're good, but I haven't, you've, you haven't been in situations yet where I want to see you tested, yeah. and I see how you come out of it. Like, because that kid he fucked him, eh? The, 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 oh, they the fucked French... him. He had a pro fight before, yeah. and it, yeah, completely fucked him. Because we watched it, and we were like, oh, it's not too bad. Yeah, he's not very good. Yeah, and he come back. He had a pro. Lied, said he didn't have yeah. a pro fight. He had a pro fight. No one cared. But I still so, think he, I still so think imagine he won that was under pro rules, right? Yeah. So imagine under pro. What I want to see from Bear was something like. So I said to him, "Listen, I've never seen you on your back 
being grounding pound, mm. managed to listen to me, get the sweep. I didn't corner him for this, but listen yeah. to whoever. Get the sweep, get back on top, ride out a really bad round, come back out for the next round and think, well, I've got to find a way to fucking win. Go yeah. down again, grind out. If you're not seeing this from your amateur fighters, it's not time to go pro yet. Because yeah. these are the questions. Because how many people in here do you see do a manscape? fucking brilliantly they never get mounted in training mm. but then they go to a fucking grappling comp and they can't figure the mountain escape out and they yeah, panic yeah, and yeah. they get their back taken off of it and stuff you can't have that it's got to be right i've seen oh but i've won all six of my amateur fights i think i could go pro well no you have but you've won them all from a top position or from your striking yeah. i want to see you on your back with someone mounting you or someone taking your back i want to see how you deal with it do you melt how, do you listen how do you get that without how do I put this? How do you... F so say you're... Fuck news. Whoever. Anderson Silva. Yeah. Probably Anderson Silva didn't really probably get put on his back for 10 fights. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. really, I don't know. But you just keep giving him harder opponents so yeah. you'll get to a point... I'm not saying you keep well, everyone amateur until they lose. No, I mean... What I'm like, saying is there'll be a point where you say he got to go pro. Yeah. he got to go pro. He's too good for this. I'm putting him against pros in the gym and he's fucking eating Light them. Up, yeah. He's ready to fucking go. Yeah. There's not... I can't... A coach will see it. Yeah, a coach yeah. will see it. Like, my decision is not based on your last performance. Mm. Because we've got guys... Like, let's say Grant, for instance, right? If Grant lost his last fight, and then Kedor said, we want him for an amateur title, I would still say, yeah, Grant can fight for the amateur title. Because mm. he didn't lose his last fight because he, because of his ability. Some things went wrong. He made yeah, one little yeah, mistake. Yeah, yeah. We've ironed that mistake out of him now. He's not going to do it. He's ready for a title. Yeah. So, as a coach... You have to weigh up all the factors. Look at them all. Not weigh up a three, five minute round fight or yeah, a three, yeah. three minute round fight. You weigh up everything. I was he last Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, well, last Wednesday wasn't that good. Right, okay. What happened with last Wednesday? Oh, he was doing this and this. He was getting frustrated. Brilliant. I'm going to fucking make it horrible for him. I'm just going to do all the stuff he was frustrated in. Because yeah. I want to see if he's shaking last Wednesday off yet. Yeah, yeah. I want, okay, he did that. Wicked. But that one's in the bank. Okay, right. Don't do great against Southpaws. I'm going to give him three Southpaws tonight. Mix yeah, in and yeah. see how he does. Like, what did we work last time? We worked on this. But So what? I'm going to coach him tonight. And I'm going to say, land that 4-2. Bomb, he lands the four right, and that's what a coach is doing. I'm every your next fight is based on every single time that I see you, yeah. not your last fight. Yeah, yeah. So make every time I see you, what you do on Instagram. Yeah. Have you been running? I yeah. haven't seen you for a week. Where have you been? Sorry, I've had this going on. You haven't even messaged me. Yeah, yeah. Or did you say, mate, I'm not gonna be about tonight because I got this going on. I'll try and be there Wednesday, but if I can't make it, mate, yeah. not a problem. Yeah, thanks for letting me know. Don't leave your coach questioning where is he, what's he doing. My your next fight will be based on all those elements, mm. not just your last fight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's got to be... A, so, the guy who's now 7-0 at amateur, and I'm thinking, I just want to see how he responds. If he gets taken down, yeah. is he going to post on the head, get immediately back up? His next fight comes, he don't get taken down. Yeah. He gets offered a decent... Pro I'm not going to hold him back. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to say, we got to flip you. You've got to yeah, go yeah. pro. And I'm, I'm going to have to try and test that in training, you know? Yeah. Because there will be a point where you have to. Yeah. So, yeah, fucking... I don't know. There's a lot, like... And that's not to say that my way is the correct way of doing things either, you no, know? No, you're not... You can, you can only do what you think's right, do you know? And that's... And you only get... You do what you think's right because of your own experience, don't you? That's it. Like, I could... Like, I could get you in there. Yeah. The way that you do things in a weight room is going to be different than the way I do things in a weight room. Of course, yeah. Because that's the way that you... You did them. Yeah. And it worked for you before. Whether they're... Well, it's not even a right or wrong. Whether they're more or less efficient, it is a different. It is the difference. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like, 
But so, the only thing is, if I come to you as a strength and conditioning coach, I want you to be my strength and conditioning coach, you I don't question it. what you tell yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. You're telling me to do this. I'm not saying, yeah, but my other guy, so I yeah. shut my fucking mouth yeah. and I get on with it. And then when I go away, I think, that's weird. Yeah. My other guy told me to do this. Then yeah. I come back to you again and then you do it again. And I'm like, what he's saying is working. I yeah. can see it working. Because I've got that a bit going on at the minute. There was a couple of lads that did some stuff with us and they've were and they gone elsewhere and did some other stuff. And you can see what they're doing and you're looking at it thinking, well, this is, this is shit. They're they're effectively making you worse. They're making you yeah. tired. They're making you worse. But then when they come back, they're like, "Yeah, I was real fit for like three weeks." You're like, "Yeah, you were real yeah. fit for three I, weeks." I, just by the way, you're talking. I reckon you're talking from guys who've gone from uh, Olympic lifting to some CrossFit. Man, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> of man, course hey, it is. Hey, man, not even not even that. Not even, and it's people that like they're not even they're not even particularly outstanding athletes, so they don't really compete at a very high level. But I'm aware of what it looks like. Man, I'm lucky. Like, I'm really lucky. I'm aware of what really, really good looks like because I've been around really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware of what really, really shit looks like because I've been around really, really shit. And I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that that sliding scale, I know roughly where you are on that sliding scale and we can put you where you need to be to try and get you up or down the exactly, scale. Yeah. Depending where you are. Yeah. Whereas a lot of them ha- haven't. They haven't seen the good and the shit. Yeah. They've just seen instagram and then all of a sudden now you're now you're you're a coach now i was like all right so now you put on a fucking hit class and you're like yeah. ah a class yeah. yeah yeah brilliant like fantastic for the fucking six weeks you do a lockdown yeah now are you gonna improve him next year are you gonna improve them the year after do you you tell me like but, so this is what my head goes at my ass a bit a bit yeah. as well i'm like are you questioning what we did, cunt? But you're gonna watch. You're gonna do that shit. Yeah. And think that's There's no right. explanation. No, you're just watching something. No explanation. No backstory. No. Look, it's the same with it's graph to graph. It's the same with the guys who have an amateur fight and then they're teaching MMA somewhere. Man, you're, I'm a... like, I'm like, hang, hang on a minute. Like, are you not questioning your motives now? Mm. Like, you were with a team who you don't stick out. In. Mm. you're not sticking out you're not standing out you're not a standout guy you're not going to teach an mma somewhere you're teaching other people well oh yeah but i know i just i know it's right okay yeah but do you know how to manage people yeah but i have a weird thing because if you if you weren't here for a session or chris weren't here or something you'd have to step in and be like oh i gotta teach some sort of something yeah yeah and it's me and i think i am fucking no way of fire but but you're a I, coach but i'm also aware that i'm not i'm not yeah, yeah, I'm also aware when I go, listen, I'm real sorry if this is real shit, but it's, but it's not even that. It's 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 not even that. It's your coach. Yeah. So, what people don't realize is that the greatest fighters in the world sometimes are the shittest coaches because mm. they do what they do. Yeah. But you're a coach. Yeah. Now well, I've been lucky that. From, from let me cut you off. Let me cut you off. This is what I was trying to say earlier with with, with you. You're coaching. I feel even in the last two years like i watch and like well that's fucking a lot better than not that it weren't good before but i look at him go you coach now like yeah. it's in your i look at you and go the the athlete bit of you the fight bit of you i think you you could leave that yeah and i would be happy for you to leave that i'd be like i think that's a good idea i think that's a good idea that you left that because your coaching level is 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 improving like i think fucking hell you're a fucking good like really good coach now do you know what i mean and that's 
and, and that's not like um, to do a disservice before or me no, being okay. the, all, yeah. the all-knowing Listen, fucking if I, coach. If I mean? hadn't progressed in the two years that I've been full-time coach here, I'd yeah. be fucking gutted. Yeah. Like, of course, but... And you, like I said about these other people, it's because I'm not... I So I don't coach one thing. I coach each person. Yeah. So you you know how I coach. I don't show you I don't show you a move and then expect everyone to go I'll show you a move and then I'll go and coach everyone that move. Oh, it's that, like yeah. I don't ever make a southpaw box orthodox because I don't know how to teach them orthodox uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to teach myself how to coach southpaw. Yeah. Like that's the way that I've always looked at things. So when I coach you have to think about coaching the person. Understand that people learn differently. Like their learning processes are different. What I bring in if they had? Yeah. All oh, right. So like, so let's say someone like Aksha, right? Aksha, who's had a uh, like quite a quite a conservative um, religious upbringing because of like her race and stuff, against someone who is from Northwest, who's a boy, who's. Listen, the guy from Northwest who's a boy, he's probably played sport his whole life. He's Fort wrestled forever. with his brothers. Yeah, yeah. Me and Aksha were talking in here before, and I said, like, oh, what, like, do your family know you? No, 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 my, like, my dad and that one, like... It's a rash. Yeah, uh, exactly, similar, yeah. So she said, oh, yeah, my family didn't know how to train or whatever. I was like, cool. And then I was like, what about, like, upbringing and stuff, wrestling with, like, brothers and stuff? Was that a friend? Well, yeah, it was a bit. Mm. That's what people don't realise, is yeah, it? If you yeah. get someone like this, even a, a girl might have been raised, get two girls. One's raised with three brothers who play full, messed around. Dad put them in goal and dad was like, yeah. get in there with your brothers and play. Or a girl who's raised a certain way who didn't... You have to coach them differently. Yeah. Like, it's... And you know, you know, actually, I know, actually, you can ask for a better person to be in the fucking gym. Yeah. She's really good. She listens and she really wants a beer. I, I'll have a room full of actors all day long. Yeah. But you have to think of all these background things that might be an attribute. Yeah. It might not be. They might have been able to shrug it off and not think about it. Mm -hmm. But each person's got all these little different elements. So uh, I mean, yeah, and, and the incentive's different. People yeah. are here for different reasons. Someone wants to come into being the UFC, whereas someone else, they just want to roll. Do you or, want to lose some weight or just want to, yeah. Yeah, like we had, we had, we had a girl when we were, I couldn't speak then. When we were with Chico, there was a girl. She came to train for, for a completely different reason than anyone else that we'd ever trained before. And the reason was her own personal reason and that's why she was there. And it was like, you can't teach her the same, you can't teach her the same as Tommy. Yeah. Someone like that. Someone who was in the gym all the time. Like, fucking hell. I nearly said Tommy was in the gym all the time then. When Tommy was <laughs> in the gym. <laughs> but how many Tommy's do we know? <laughs> when Tommy was in the gym. But he was there to go. Well, I probably could have a good go at this MMA. I could probably get to Bellator. I could probably fight on that level. And she was the fucking complete opposite. Yeah, yeah. She was there for her own reason. And it was. It's good. But this is what I was saying about the, 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 um, the sliding rule. Although it's good and shit, it's also whereabouts on their their on their own development. Does yeah, that yeah. make sense? So yeah. It's not even good and shit for the actual abilities, their attitude, their reason for being there. Yeah, do you know. And you as a coach, to... you have to recognise that. It's yeah. a, like if if I come to you and I say I'm a professional athlete, I need to lift for this. I got this fight coming up. My 
the protocol that you write for me yeah. will be based on I'm fighting in three months is what I need to achieve. Yeah. If I come to you and say, yeah, I just want to be able to lift a bit heavier and stuff, the yeah. protocol won't look anything like the same. Because yeah. it won't be tapering up, tapering down, this, this. Yeah. You will manage the individual differently. Yeah. When people come to a jiu-jitsu class, an MMA class, a grappling class, excuse me, you manage them differently. Yeah. You have to because it's individuals, which is why I teach the way that I teach. Like, you're never going to come to my class and learn an arm bar and a rear naked choke in the same session. Yeah. It's not going to happen because yeah, yeah, the yeah. chances of you going for an arm bar, missing it, and being in a position to do a, a rear naked choke are zero. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So I teach you the arm bar. What happens if we miss the arm bar? We look at then, can I sweep from here? Can I submit from here? I can do both. Right, let's look at both. Yeah. Once we've got the sweep, now I've landed in side control. So I don't need to teach you a rear naked choke because now we're in side control. How do we go from side control? So we go from an ever-evolving... Yeah. Like, you know that's how I teach. Yeah. Now, I do that for this reason. An arm bar is going to suit... If we've got 30 people, doing an arm bar is going to suit... 15 of those people, let's say. I don't think I've ever right? put arm bar on ever. Yeah, so, like... But you'll be in the what same class, up. right? But you'll be in the same yeah. class. But I'm going to teach the sweep on the same night. Yeah. The sweep really suits you because you're a top player. Yeah, so, yeah. in that same night, the percentages in the class, someone's going to be able to use the sweep, someone's going to be able to use the armbar. Yeah, yeah. You can decide that from rolling. But now, both things are covered. Yeah. Rather than just teach, here's the armbar, let's do the armbar three different ways. No. Mm. Certain people are not back players. We're yeah, not going to yeah. look at any more armbars. I'm going to show you that one armbar, and then I'm going to show you the sweep, then I'm going to show you something else. Now, what will happen is... As this evolves, I'll show the other armbar and show that that links with that sweep. Yeah. And that's the way that I teach. Yeah. So that everyone is getting a bit and they piece it together for themselves. Yeah. I'm not showing this and saying, right, now we'll make it work. Yeah, it's good. Again, we are lucky because we've been exposed to good, what you've been around. And done. Yeah. We've been exposed to good coaches. So like when Chica was here, Chica would never show you, he'd never show you, he would show you the move, but it, it was the scenario. Yeah. There's always scenarios. But I was like, fucking hell, this is like completely different than what I'd ever seen before. Yeah, yeah. It was like, this is the arm bar, but this probably won't work here, but it might work here. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know. You could try. Like, he, like that, that was his thing. He's yeah, like, yeah. if you don't roll, you don't know. And you're like, ah, perfect. But then, like when Leo comes, so you, you didn't, you weren't here. No. Leo, man. So when Leo comes, so he... I trained with Leo though in California. Fucking. Yeah. It was so, I really like the way he coached because it was so, e it was so easy. It was like, yeah. Man, is this, this try? Yeah. They're like, oh, all right. It was that easy. And then he was like, someone asked him a question. They said, well, like, how, how the fuck do you teach Bouchesha? Like, man, he's like the best grappler, fucking arguably ever. Yeah. He's like, I teach the purple belts to beat him. Yeah. I teach the white belts to beat the blue belts. Go. So we just teach the white belts something that I'm going to try and work on the black belts with later on. We teach that to the white belts and then let them go spread that through the club so they're fucked bits and pieces up yeah. but they, they would teach it from the bottom yeah. I thought that was a really interesting way yeah, yeah. like, you, like it's good. about I think it's just like because I talk quite matter of factly mm. and I find that a lot of the time people think that that I think I know what I'm on about no mm. I talk matter of factly because I think when I talk matter of factly you're more likely to say fuck off twat yeah. which is what I want you to say like yeah, I don't yeah. I, I talk matter of factly because I think I'm going to say yeah, well, the thing is, if you do this, this is and this, and then, like, if I was talking now about, I don't know, uh, a snatch. Yeah. yeah, well, the thing is, Ben, if you get people to stand with their feet just slightly wider than their shoulder apart, they're basically a bit bigger, yeah. a bit better, so when they push down and lift up, and you'll be like, ah, 
Don't be a fucking idiot. Their legs yeah. are going to be too wide. Yeah. They'll fall backwards. And I'm like, ah, ah, yeah, no, no, you're right there. Yeah. Mm. But that, I talk matter-of-factly because it, I'm never the sort of person to say, Ben, if you were to open your legs a little bit wider, because yeah. I think that then you don't answer me with the correct question. Yeah. You find a way to suit the answer to what I want to hear. I'm like, I talk matter-of-factly so you can shut me down, bosh. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that that's... But people misconstrue that sometimes as being uh, not arrogant. That's a bit too. But but people assume that you that you think you know what you're on about. Mm. I'm happy to say as a coach, I know fuck all, mm. and it's for a simple reason. I coach my way. I've taken bits from everyone I've seen coach, like mm -hmm. from any of the fucking places I've ever coached in the world, from coaching judo when I was fucking tiny to amateur boxing to fucking mma whatever i coach the way that i coach because i've taken bits but i always look at every single person is i'm about to change something i'm about to, yeah. I'm about to change something. but i'm going to show you something mm. and then what you know you get those cunts who in a class this is what i mean about speaking matter of factly i'll show you how to arm bar and then someone goes yeah well couldn't they just do this yeah yeah of course they can. Yeah, yeah. I've not said this is the only way to do it. But that's a that's a that's a child thing. So when we teach the kids in there, it's exactly the same. Yeah, but Ben, they could do this. You're like, well, yeah, they, yeah, of course they could. Yeah. For every counter, there's a counter. Yeah. For that counter, there's another counter. Yeah, yeah. Which one makes it so good? Yeah. But I'm teaching you matter of factly because I'm saying to you, this fucking works. Mm. The percentage of times it works. Yeah, yeah. And it's certainly ain't 100 design. Yeah. I'm telling you this works, but. I'm not saying it's the best, and I'm saying there is definitely ways out of it. Yeah. But I, I have to teach you matter-of-factly because I believe in what I'm teaching. Yeah. But it's the same with how I talk sometimes. I talk quite matter-of-factly, but I'm open for somebody saying, cunt, shut up. Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. wrong. Because I want that. <laughs> I mean, I want yeah. people to say that to me. Yeah. Do you think uh, your, as your outlook, because oh, you had your daughter now, and you didn't yeah, have yeah. it last time, so, nah. like, fucking, do you think that your outlook has changed at all since having her or too, she's too yeah, young for you to think about no it's a weird one so obviously like a lot's gone on yeah like and you know a, a lot of it is my fault or my doing do you know so you have to wear that which is which is another weird thing um but yeah it has changed it's weird because everyone told me they're like well when she's born that's it whole life changes you know and i was waiting for it i was sat there and i, I went out there for the first couple of weeks and i was like this is I don't feel nothing. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Like, yeah. I was like, got a smiling potato. Yeah, do was, anything yeah, but I, yeah, yeah, but I was like, am I this fucking this bad? Am I that bad? Like, am I that much of a cunt that I can't even fucking appreciate this fucking? <laughs> do you know? And it was like, whereas now, I'm fucking everything. Everything's about it. Do you know? Yeah. My my whole day fucking revolves around it, and it makes me, it makes me question a little bit what I'm doing. Um, and not in a way like fucking eyes in the gym all the time. He's fucking doing nothing else. What the fuck am I doing in my life? It's like, well, how can I make this better now so it lasts long enough that she can be part of it if she wanted yeah, to be yeah. part of it? Do you know? Like, I think fucking hell. Imagine if I had my black belt and I could give her a blue belt or something like the Mendes, you know, yeah. Mendes brothers. Like I can't remember which one it was, Gee or whichever, whichever one. It, and they were like playing with her. She was only like four. This tiny little girl, you're yeah. like, fuck, what a fucking yeah, amazing yeah. thing. Um, so yeah, in all honesty, it has changed. And now I think about, I've started to think a lot more about the business side of what we do here. Do you know? Like, what well, is this really sustainable, what I'm doing? 
it's like it was sustainable before because I could do what you did when you was in America. I could live in the back of the van and fucking cost <laughs> yeah. nothing, which yeah. is what essentially we've been doing here. Yeah, do you know. Um, so yeah, that's made me made me change and think about lots of lots of things. Do you know? Um, like I got I gotta be honest. Like I want I want all that. It all a lot of stuff will happen together, and it and I don't think I I don't well no I didn't I didn't cope all that well with it. Do you know? I didn't. So she was born, and I was like, "This is class," but I'm not there. Yeah. Fuck. Well, I'm not there. What? What? So what? What sort of fucking bloke am I now? Yeah. But yeah. I've just had this. I created this, and I'm not fucking look after it. So that was the first thing. Then it was like, "Well, we got this little gym. Now there's gonna be a lockdown. Ah, it's alright. It's gonna be shut for two weeks, and that turned into four months. I'm like, right. So that I'm not fucking there for." The baby that I fucking decided that I wanted to have, or we wanted to have, I got a gym that I can't fucking run. I was like, I didn't cope all that well. I gotta be honest, I didn't. I didn't want doing that well. Um, I didn't really want to chat to fucking anyone about what fucking any. Well, you remember we we had a phone yeah. call. I was like, fuck it, just buy the gym, you yeah. can have it, just fucking take it yeah. off, man. I was like, I was in, I was fucking in Bath Park. I was just like, I was fucking crying. I was basically crying. I was like. I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing here. Yeah. Do you know? There's a lot, a lot going on. Um, and it's like, I'm quite, I'm really self-aware. Like I know when I've done, when I'm a fucking asshole. Like I know it. Fuck, I'm 99% of the time. Yeah. So, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm usually exactly. an asshole. I'm probably an asshole. <laughs> I'm aware of when I do, I really am, I am aware of when I do stuff. And I'm aware like, where I, I'm set, like I'm really selfish and like I'll take the piss and I'm like I want that so that's what I'm doing yeah, like yeah. I'm really aware of it um, so I was really aware then that I also didn't want to you know like everyone's like you're fucking, you, you're fucking depressed I'm like I'm not depressed man I'm just having a fucking bit of a, a time at the minute like, yeah. I'm just trying to piece the puzzle together um, so I was really like I didn't want to fucking go down that well, you need to talk to someone you need to do this because I'm aware enough that I don't. I didn't need it. And I, was, I was. I was quite adamant that I didn't need to speak to nothing. But I was also aware that I wasn't doing the things I used to do. So I used to train all the time. I didn't realise how big of a, a a thing this was for me. Do you know? Like, like I didn't. I didn't realise how much this place meant. Or well, not even this place, but the people here. Yeah. And being able to train when I wanted to train, and being it be like we're lucky here. We made like a little community of people that. Are, by the by pretty fucking like-minded yeah. do you know we keep most of the cunts away they get weeded out anyway yeah, because they get weeded out yeah. so you get you, i decided to surround myself you know with people that are that are good for me do you know yeah or, or like or that if i can help them it, it makes me feel good do you know when they come here for something and like i might never even ch chat to them outside of here but when they're in here, they they make me feel good yeah. because I'm helping them. Or I know it's a selfish way to look at it, but it fucking no, is. That's that's people. What but, people but that, do uh, from that sort of environment, there has to be a reward, yeah. either financial or yeah, like you your feel, reward yeah. is how it makes you feel. Yeah. Like, no one's gonna keep doing it if it keeps making them feel shit. Exactly. You know what I mean, so exactly. the fact that it makes you feel good is yeah. a, a brilliant reward. Yeah. So we were lucky that we we've got that here. So I was quite aware. That I was like, but I just need to just ride the shit out for a bit. And then gradually bring it back. So like, I still have a thing of 
like the training. I didn't realise how much I needed that because I put on nearly three stone. I was just eating shit and fucking going, yeah, yeah, I'd be all right. Ah, it'd be all right. And in reality, it, it, it wasn't. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's just another thing then that was just on the top and you're a bit like, oh, fucking hell. But, but then you feel, you you actually physically feel shit. Yeah. As well as mentally feeling uh, 100%. shit. 100%. And then you're, also it's a harder spiral to get out <laughs> of. So. I was, and it, the, so I I was aware that I needed more training. We used to go to the meditating thing. We used to go to the meditation center all the time. I didn't do any. Nothing. And we used to go to like, do lots of yoga, lots of running, nothing. So I was aware that I wasn't really putting, putting the right building blocks in place to get myself back up to where I needed to be. That's one thing. Then the the other weird thing was, when I don't know if you get this, when you're like, in here. You are sort of like the alpha, but like the sort of like the alpha male. So people come to you for advice. People yeah. come and and they'll, and they'll lean on you. Do you know? And people. I know people that have like fucking bad. We're in a bad place, yeah, yeah. and they would ring you and be like, "Mate, I'm just gonna let you know. It's just this, this, and this. Just because I just want to talk to you." You're like, "Yeah, yeah. same." So then I was a bit like, "I was all the people now that thought I was alright, and now gonna think I'm a fucking idiot." Yeah. I'm like, or like a hypocrite, ah, or like, yeah. yeah, or like, who's he giving advice to? He ain't got his own shit yeah, in order. Exactly. So then that made me worry about stuff. And luckily, like you know, I had, I had nice people around me. People were nice to me, so I. It was alright now, and we're, we're fucking... So, like, this lockdown, I'm like, ah, we're alright, because we've, we've got a little thing. We're putting the pieces in place to, to make us better. So, it was a weird time for me when she was born, because I was really, really, really happy. And within a month, I was like, this is not all that fucking clever, is it? Yeah. I didn't really know, do you know, and lots of stuff went on. I didn't really, didn't really know what I was doing, but it seems like everything now is starting to... Like, it seems like, it feels like in my own head, I've gone through the hedge. You know when you go into, like, you, you're a builder, you, you buy a property, the back garden's fully overrun yeah. with shit. Now it feels like the hedge trim's come out for a bit. I can yeah. see, I'm like, oh, I can see, like, that. that's where I'm trying to be. I'm trying to sit by that little pond, fill up with the koi carp. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to get down there. So, it's a weird one for me. I but... mean, luckily, though, you've got a girl. So what you've got now is years and years yeah, of fucking, fucking head banging. <laughs> Mate. Like trust, somebody's got nineteen-year-old daughter, mate. It's horrendous. It, it just was... gets worse and worse. Well, but yeah, you'll be all right. You yeah. just can't. <laughs> She'll be fucking. Well, I found it on you. Made a video like I was on the Facetime with her this morning, and she was like fucking fucking about, it. and then she just sat there and like looked at her like that. I was like, "You're right." She went and then carried on again. I was like, "Fuck, this little shit's gonna be like forever." Yeah, my life now. Mate. Do you know? I'm gonna be fucking honestly. But I can't wait to be the. I cannot wait to do the bad boys thing. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, big shocker. That's my Mate, dream. That, 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 yeah, <laughs> listen, that's a dream. But what happens is they shag people behind the school <laughs> disco and that. And then you're the last person to know. They don't say dad to pick me up to go out on a date. They've already been fingered four times. <laughs> it's lunchtime. It's such a weird feeling. But that feeling is such a like, like, I can't grasp that at the minute. Because it was, I'll be honest, it was even weird. Like the first couple of ch- times when they like, like uh, changed the nappy and stuff. Yeah, I was a bit like, well, "Am I right touching this or what?" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I can remember yeah, saying, yeah, "I was yeah. like, is it all right to do that?" And like, yeah, because like, yeah, otherwise she's gonna be fucking dirty, isn't she? I was like, "Oh yeah, all right." I was like, "It's just weird, a really weird." Get the Albanians in Mate. and kind of just rub it like your car. Yeah, but it's just a really weird fucking feeling for me. And then now everyone's like, "Whoa, 
Imagine that when she's like 14 or 15. I was like, huh? <laughs> nah, actually, nah, nah, nah. You ain't got to clean it that age, mate. <laughs> no, no, Listen, like, if you're still cleaning it <laughs> that age, mate, no, not me. I'm going to question it. What <laughs> the fuck? Not me. I you mean, need like, to break this down no, a little bit. No, no, no. I don't know why you're... I mean, why are you like, cleaning no, it at 15? Not me cleaning nothing. I, I mean, stopped at 12. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if something happened one time, <laughs> but like, it was like, like, what I mean is like, obviously I won't be cleaning it, but eventually she's gonna have a, a, a partner whether yeah. that be a girl or a boy or yeah, a fucking exactly. alien whatever the fuck yeah. and they're gonna be doing like doing stuff I was doing at 14 and 15 yeah. I, that is a fucking weird feeling for me because at a minute it seems really really far away but then everyone else I speak to they're like man that comes around fucking quick yeah. like, do you but, know what I mean real I, quick like, I can't even give you any advice either because like my daughter was always really open. We were re- always really, really close. And, yeah. you know, I've always been like, listen, I, I want you to take drugs. I mm. want you to take drugs. But not until you're like in your 20s because yeah, yeah. you're going to do, you're going to take drugs and it's not going to mean anything to you. Yeah. And then you're going to get to the point where you're fed up of taking drugs and it won't mean anything. I'm yeah. like, if you wait, when you take them, they'll mean something and they'll be fucking brilliant. I'm yeah. like, some drugs are fucking brilliant. Yeah. I was like, and you should take them, but not yet. Just yeah. wait, do you know what I mean? And other things you're like, you're always like, listen, sex is good. Sex is fun. But to be fair, sex with people you don't really know is quite often shit. And, yeah, you know, yeah. like, don't be in a rush to have sex because you're really not missing that much of a thing. Yeah. You're better off getting to know people in established relationships. Yeah. And valuing sex for you. But I said all these things to her. But at the end of the day, I don't know who's fingering her and when. And I'm not, (laughs) I mean, it's not, you can, you can say all these things. But I tell you this much, her friends will have a bigger impression on her than you. So my, my advice to you would be, and this, I'm gutted that me and my ex split up when my daughter was five months old. And we never worked together as a team. It don't matter whose fault it was for that, but. For me, I want I want to raise as a family. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you got like a you're a partnership, and there's like always this like continuity to what you're saying and what you're doing. Yeah. But um, the the thing is, my advice is find things to for for her to indulge herself in that is with like-minded people because yeah. like my daughter went to a, a comprehensive school with people from Beminster and Ashton and like whatever of those people the mass percentage are going to be raised with families who are like families like yours and mine were yeah. growing up do you know what I mean like you go out you don't come back in until it's dark and as long as you're in you're not getting told yeah. off but you, no one knows what you're fucking doing you're yeah, just off yeah, doing what yeah. you're doing and your your allies are your friends your enemies are your parents almost yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. if you raise them and get them into things like say jujitsu playing instruments singing like doing ballet yeah. they're surrounded by people whose family are also getting them to commit to that thing yeah and they're less likely to want to do the rebellious stuff i think people rely too much on it being a case of you should be a good parent your daughter should want to go out and get fingered if you've yeah. raised her properly yeah. like no if you hang hanging about with a group of if, if you're a boy and all your mates a finger a bird, you want to finger a bird. Yeah. All your mates have kissed a bird, you want to yeah, kiss a bird. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, if you're a girl and all your mates are talking about when they get got fingered, I'm not saying you want to be fingered. Yeah. What I'm saying is you think it's the norm. Yeah, yeah, I'm 14, why haven't I been fingered yet, yeah. let's say. So when you when your daughter's surrounded by people who are like-minded, like, oh yeah, we've got this dance yeah, show yeah, coming yeah, up yeah. here, we've got this coming up here, we've got you know, a reading group, an acting group, a sing whatever it is, 
there's more distraction from the peer pressure of I'm out on the street, drink 2020 and just see what happens. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? So I think my advice is that invest her time in lots of different social groups and yeah. let her find as opposed to just mixing with her friends in school. And, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, that, because your input in her life will will be minimal at a certain point. Yeah. Like my daughter's been all over the world with me, mate. Like every fight. My, my daughter's probably been to 300 MMA fights. Yeah. Cornering people. Like she's walked holding the bucket out to LJ's title fights. Yeah. And so, do you know what I mean? Like she's been involved in everything. She knew everyone. She's been to all the falconry events. She's done everything. Bet she loves the falconry, doesn't she? No, not for, she loved it. She wanted me to get her a bird, so I get her a hawk. So she trains a hawk, right? Yeah, trained yeah. it. Yeah. But um, just one day, just stopped. Didn't want anything to do with it anymore. No like, yeah. She trained it. I taught her to train it. She trained it. Got videos of it. Yeah. Just one day, stopped because she wanted to go and get fingered, I guess, with yeah. her mates. Like whatever it is they were doing, yeah. like hanging around in Bedminster or whatever it was. She wanted to do that, no matter all the things that I'd done. Mm. And that's why eventually you got to understand you're not going to be her mate. Yeah. You will, you can be a good parent. Her mates are always going to be her mates. So I think make her, make her circle as diverse as possible. Yeah. And then you're probably going to have a bigger a group of people who are saying, oh, we're doing this, we've got this dancing, or we're yeah, into yeah, reading, yeah, yeah. rather than, oh, fuck that off and just hang on the streets yeah. with us. Do you know what I mean? We were quite lucky. Like, even like for myself growing up, it's easy. It was really easy because I was, I was good at sport. Yeah. So but easy. also, so you never had no internet or anything, really. Like we, like now, no. Like there was no like Facebook, no Instagram, yeah, no. Yeah. You weren't wasting. If you were in at four o'clock on a Tuesday, you were probably bored. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, you would go true. and play football. You would go and yeah, do something. True. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like now, if you're, you're in, you're like the amount of people who are out with their kids, like at restaurants. Don't see me in a restaurant when we, can, when we can go again. Just look around. See how many kids are sat. Mate, I swear. I went to I went to Bath. I was walking around Bath once, and there was. It don't matter where the people were from, but these people were like Chinese or Japanese, like yeah. whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, add all the mod cons, everything yeah. you could possibly see, and they were in. A, I took a photo of it. I couldn't fucking believe it. So there was. It was obviously a whole gen, a whole family. It was obviously the grandparents, the parents, some kids, and some little, tiny little ones. Every single one of them was over on the phone or iPad. The fucking none of them look at each other they're all sat in line i couldn't believe it yeah. i was like that is that is that fucking sums it up yeah do you know what i mean and i know like it, it didn't matter where they were from but they they, they obviously had the technology yeah. from 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 you know china or whatever but or on the apple on the ipad thing which just, i think is watching it's like but i think where that's the fuck why, is the conversation there i think that's why now why kids do rely on their friends a lot more because when you go out with your group of friends and you're out in the park, you're talking about what's going on in the internet. Yeah. You're talking about when you're at home, you're not listening to your parents because you're on the actual device. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. the, the actual interaction, the personal interaction, it's coming with your friends. They're the yeah. ones you confide in. Yeah, yeah. Your parents aren't. And I think like, I mean, I, I my daughter's a fucking mental piece. I mean, I'm going through it at the moment yeah. with her. Like things are pretty bad at the moment Like with things that she's doing or done or choices she's making. So I can't, give advice from someone who knows i'm giving you advice from someone who's made mistakes yeah thought i'd give her everything thought you know like like when mate it's ten thousand eight hundred pound in six months she could have a brand new car like, not brand new have a car pass her driving test yeah, yeah. every school i never got to go on like skiing trips that when i was in school she'd run on every school trip yeah, every yeah. new pair of trainers like whatever she wanted she had and stuff and i realized it's not it was the 
the social aspect of her friends and listening to them, mm. which causes the divide of us. Yeah. So I think the the best thing is to make it as diverse as possible. Yeah, I think we'd be lucky in that way because up there, they're not like we are here. Does that yeah. make sense? Like they're obviously very sort of you know they got fucking money. They're, they're middle class people, yeah. middle to upper class people. They they do what they want. They speak multiple languages. Yeah. yeah. Down here, I'm fucking stupid. Yeah. Like fucking Johnny. But, I mean, no, you're not. Like academics, uh, but this is the thing for for me. Like, I think that. So when I look at like you and me, let's say, like I'm council estate, mm. born and raised council estate. I mean, okay, my mum and stepdad got really lucky, made millions. We had the lifestyle, then they lost everything. We went back to a council estate. Yeah, yeah. So I've always been council estate, raised council estate, lived on a council estate. But I would say. I've been intelligent enough or lucky enough to be surrounded by people where I've taken myself out of there. Yeah. So now I'm in the council estate looking at the people whose aspirations to remain there, they're not the same as me. Yeah. You know, you get people who are from a council estate who think... That's it. That's that's it. Their goal is to be that. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as for me, I can look back on them and I think, not like I'm better than them, I think, that's not me. I'm not, yeah, I shouldn't yeah. be here. Mm. I can transcend this. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think even though you are from that yeah, you're, from, you're the same as me you've transcended yeah. the council estate and you're looking back at it thinking that ain't from me yeah, that's it's not a, it's a weird that's where thing. i'm from not yeah. where i am i had a real weird thing because i i i didn't i never wanted for nothing i was lucky as fuck yeah. never wanted for nothing whatever if they had it i had it yeah, if yeah. they didn't same. we couldn't yeah. that was it yeah, yeah but every fucking football game they're all there every fucking school match of anything they're all there it's like a running joke like my mum and dad used to stand me on the goal net. So I was just yeah. playing goal, didn't I? You used to be stood next to the goal net. So it was like, it was a weird thing. But I almost, I almost got, I almost thought I was too good. It's not almost, I did. I did think I was too good. I got to the stage where I was like, I I could see what that looked like. What the yeah. rich people were doing. I was like, yeah, fuck me. That's a bit of me, that is. I was like, that is what I'm going to be like. And then I tried, here's the thing. I tried to fit in with that instead of going well what i can do is i can use all my skills and i'll bring myself up i just went yeah i'm gonna jump to the top bit there and just blag it and that's yeah. what i i i did it for a bit i didn't really realize i did but i think i did for a bit i blagged it a bit i was a bit like yeah i'm, I'm fucking johnny millionaire yeah? i was yeah. like you're fucking not do you know what i mean like yeah. you're still you're still a fucking donut like but you but not only are you not a millionaire there so yeah. you're pretending you're also Steal this. You're doubly pretending. Exactly. Like you're not just pretending to be one thing. Exactly. You're pretending not to be another I mean, as well. This is fucking. It is a recipe for disaster, as it <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, you baked yourself the right little situation. <laughs> but he was like, but but it's good now. Like, I can see him. I'm like, because at the time you just do it. You're like, well, everyone else is doing it. So that was that was the norm. The new norm become the norm. And it took for a bit, and I was a bit like, right. I don't really think I'm I'm fucking cut out for this, and it, and I was I went for a real weird thing where I was like listening to lots of people as well, not just not just friends and peers and stuff, but listening to lots of people like um, your self help life. Ah, oh, yeah, we can get out of this, and you can do this, and you can do this, and um, fucking like um, Tony Robbins and people like that. Yeah, that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And like, and I was like, I think with those things, you've got to take you got to take it with a pinch of salt. Really big fucking pinch of salt. And I was like, there was a thing, was, you know Dan Pena? Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah. Same. So it was yes. like, you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. 
Yeah. And with a real thing, I was like, boy, that's it then. I'm going to fucking start hanging about with all my rich people that I know. I'm going to hang about them. <laughs> it was, but it yeah. was that. And then I look back now, I'm like, the people that I used to even train. I was like, I was trying to train them because they were real wealthy. And I was like, that that rub off on me, that will. I'm like, it's only now I've come back down again. I'm like, what a fucking asshole. These are yeah. the cunts that are fucking doing that shit that I said is never going to last. They're yeah. the fuckers that followed that. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're a fucking asshole. Why would I ever want to fucking try and aspire to be that shit? Do you know? We'd be much better keeping what we got here and trying to bring everyone together. Like, we just if we all want to go, we all go. If we're all happy staying what we're doing, we'll all stay and do what yeah. we're doing, do you know? Like, I think I put so much pressure, like, to make myself fit in 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 that situation but i didn't start off with but then it, it gra- definitely did turn into that do you know not sustainable that mate because no not, like you're just not and you make yourself look like a cunt and, and then, a, that, and then that's for what both sides on yeah, both 100%. sides you know i mean because it's not like the, the people where you're coming from are not looking you thinking well fair play to you you're doing because you're Cause you're, you're not it. you're t- but uh, but you're turning your back on yeah. this yeah so like let's say and um, let's say like me being an MMA fighter from council, say mm. people could look up and say, "Fair play, you're fighting all over the world, you're getting your head down, you're working hard." They're not gonna say to you, who's just turning your back on that because you're pretending to be yeah, rich. Yeah. Fair play because you're pretending to be something you're not, yeah, but at yeah. least you're not being this anymore. Yeah. They're gonna be like, "We're you doing you cunt. You're yeah. not one of them." Yeah. And people out there are gonna be like, ah, "He's not one of us." Like what the fuck? Yeah. And in reality, I was already doing the things, so I just didn't think I didn't understand it. Like, it was. I was already doing the things to, to get myself in a better place. Like, I started this place from nothing. We we worked hard, we did it. We got Chris in, we got Mickey in, we got you in, we got different people in to come and do bits and pieces. And now it's all right, like, we're, we're doing all right, you know? And then like, outside of here, I was, you know, you, you, yeah, it's a, it's a weird, it's fucking weird. But I was just, I was fake, I was basically faking it. Yeah. Like, that's the long and the short of it. You were like, I tried to, I tried to, I tried to live up to what somebody else was telling me on the fucking internet. Yeah, was like, yeah exactly. That makes sense to me. That but someone sense. who's getting paid money to tell people that—that's yeah. the thing you don't forget. Well, as well. it was they a, made their money from telling this it, shit. Yeah. So it's, it's cliche. It's more cliche and bullshit you can make it. The more money you're going to yeah. be worth. Oh, I'll keep making it cliche and bullshit. Then. Yeah. But it is, but it, that's my fault. Yeah. Because the, the things they're telling you is not wrong. You're just taking it too too literal, yeah. or you're taking too much of it and but, not. But I, you're not forget. applying it to something. Exactly. You're making it something. Exactly. So, so like you you tell these things, but you have to apply that in your yeah. life. You don't change your life for that. Yeah, yeah. You apply it and and like make yeah. the application the the bit that's yeah. worth the effort. You know. But um, yeah. So, like, it's the same like here. Like what people don't like. Other big gyms, like locally or nearby, who've got fighters and stuff like that, like they, like they don't want people to come and train with us or so. And like we're open door, come here. Yeah. If you want to come here, come here. Like I'm of the opinion, like there's not many more people, there's not many people more experienced than me in MMA in Bristol. Yeah. Because I've been all over and done it. Yeah. So if you want to come and learn, come and learn. Like if you want to be serious about MMA. I should be one of the people you should speak to. Yeah. And while you do that, I'll tell you, you should go and see so-and-so for jiu-jitsu and you yeah. should go and see so-and-so for wrestling because they're here. Yeah. Fucking utilise them. Yeah, and pe- it... like other gyms that seem a bit like, oh, no, keep them here. Keep them here. They're our precious. Yeah. And we're like, all the time, me and you are laughing at you. Like, yeah. we're laughing at them because we're like, we're not, chal- we're not, we're not in competition with you. Yeah. We're laughing at you behind your backs because we're like, 
we're we're trying to work with you and all be fucking one thing for everybody yeah. and you're trying to shut your door you'll suffer yeah i can't remember who it was i was listening I, I can't remember what somebody gave me some real good advice it was like it's it was probably me it probably might be <laughs> it's about physios by physios and uh it was it was an s&c coach that he said well yeah i got physio i i outsource all my physio work to them and somebody sort of asked him he's like why are you giving somebody else why are you giving your work away he goes i'm a fucking s&c coach not physio he goes why would i try and blag it that i'm a fucking physio so yeah. we have the same here if you come in and say you're of her first thing go and see paul you go yeah. see paul like that's 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 it yeah. first thing and it's like I didn't fucking get any money for it. Yeah, yeah. But it also, you can add value without taking money. Yeah. Do you know? We're trying to add value to these people. So if you are injured, you go see a physio. I'm not going to blag you. Say, right, I got the perfect rehab program for you. It's 200 quid. I'm going to come and do it. We don't even know what the fuck's wrong with you. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. we got we to gotta send you out somewhere else. It was like when Grant did that uh, PT course that he did. And he's like, oh yeah, I got to, like teach PTs and stuff like that. Yeah, and I, and I was like, sit down. You're rehabbing someone from a fucking shoulder injury. What's the first exercise you're gonna? How are you gonna establish what? Yeah. I had to wear around. He's like, uh, well, I was like, right. What you've got to bear in mind is your P your PT thing means fuck all. You've ticked the right boxes and yeah. you've got a qualification here. I was like, what you're doing is you're sat down with a strength and conditioning coach and a professional athlete. And you can seek as much advice as you can and start applying yeah. that. You then can go to your other gym who's going to let you teach PT there now because you've ticked yeah. the boxes. And you can have a little corner and you can teach. Or you can seek advice from the other PTs. Yeah. And what you might have to say is, listen, okay, Olympic now. lifting ain't really my thing. I'll send you to Ben. Ben, I've got yeah. this client who wants to Olympic lifting, mate. He's better off coming with you, really. Yeah. And palm the money off like, to someone who's better. Yeah, like I can blag it. I can remember having a, not an argument, but with, with Chile. So Chili was class. To teach you everything about everything, it's class. Yeah. And he was like, I, I want you to teach some Olympic lifting. I said, I'm not fucking good enough at it. He's like, yeah, but it don't matter what you're good enough at. I said, you can teach it. I was like, yeah, but because I can't do it, I don't want to teach it, which is another another weird thing. But you've got to, like, it's not Grant's fault that he doesn't know these things. He's only learning what he's been taught. Exactly, yeah. And it's not what he wants to learn. It's what they want to teach. Yeah. This is the, this is but, the other exactly, thing. So that's, when, so that's why I say it to him. And then now, he does his PTs here and he asks yeah, questions yeah, yeah. and he'll seek about Like, he was doing a PT here the other day and I left him to it and I pulled him to the side. I thought, yeah. listen, that triangle, I've got a better way for you to show that. Yeah. And I showed it to him and showed him. He's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Because this is the thing with Grant. Grant will fucking listen, man. Like, I don't know who thinks that Grant... Like, I used to think it about him. I used to be really dismissive. I was like, fuck yeah. him. He don't want to listen. Grant will fucking listen, he'll work hard, he'll do it, but my whole point in that is not a criticism of Grant, my whole point is like, you're, you're around people who know how to do that, or do not, yeah. come to them and be like, right, so where do I go from here, what do I do, for, I've ticked the boxes, but yeah, yeah. where do I go yeah, next, yeah. what's my next avenue, and Grant is more than willing to do that, so it's not a, a criticism from Grant whatsoever, yeah. it's just an example yeah, yeah, yeah. of when it happened, like, uh, yeah, and then, so, you can't, but don't be afraid to say, I don't know that, so I'm going to pass you over Mate, to so-and-so. Now, if you come to me to, to learn how to box, right? Yeah. I want to be a boxer, I want to be a boxer, I want to that's all I want to do, I want to be a boxer. Yeah, wicked, I'll teach you. The yeah. moment I think, fuck me, so it's got potential, yeah. I'm sending you to Andy O'Kane. Man, we had the same same conversation the other week. Yeah, you're going to Andy O'Kane because yeah. that's, he's even a boxing guys, coach. Even the guys here, the guys were like, right, I'm going to 
we're going to kind of box. They were going to box in that boxing show. Yeah. It's like, what do you reckon? I was like, we need to ring Andy now, like the, yeah. today. Like it don't, it don't matter what, what we can teach you. Go and speak to the go and speak to the best you can get. Exactly. If you've got the money and you can go and see someone who's better, then you get. And I fucking would. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if if no matter what it was, like man, if 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 I really want to be good, like man, I play everything. That's the yeah. problem. I just play everything. I'm not that bothered whether I'm that fucking good or that. I don't care anymore. But like, the reality of it is, if I really wanted to go and see someone really fucking good at jujitsu, then I'd spend my money and I'd go to fucking California and I'd fucking stay there. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's where the best the best ones are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, wherever you're gonna go with Galva, wherever you're gonna go with Mendes, but depending on your your body, do you know what yeah. I mean? Or Leo or Chico. Five forty until you fly through. Yeah. Man, whatever. Or you spend the money and you go and I wanna be a no gi specialist. And I'm gonna yeah. go to New York and I'm gonna pay my five hundred and six hundred dollars for an hour and I'm gonna sit there at Gordon Ryan every fucking day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you know, I think especially when you coach, you you gotta be you've gotta be open to let other people in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you, we don't there's no absolute. I don't know fuck all about fuck all. Yeah. Do you know? Like, it's like I always try and say, I always try and give credit where credit's due. I pinch this from DeFranco. This is why we're going to use it here. I pinch this from Louis Simmons. This is why we're going to use it here. Yeah. It's the people that go, you know, I didn't, no, no, I invented that. Yeah. No, fucking never. Mate, uh, my Instagram <laughs> posts, you'll see me post all the time. I sit at home, come, come and allow me to teach you moves I've plagiarized from other people. <laughs> Because that's what I'm doing. I was, and listen, Nothing's I might have original. improved the way that I was taught it. Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying this person's a great because he's showing me that. I might have turned that and thought, if he used that to twisted hip, he'd have made that better. Yeah. But I've taken it from someone yeah. and I've adapted it. And then there's someone who, they've shown me something that I knew and they've made that even better. Yeah. Because listen, we, I didn't invent any of this shit. Yeah. I didn't the, fucking the, study it. But that is the thing. Like you have to be able to adapt to whatever it is. So, like, man, I always go back to Chica because I always, always look up to him. Always. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, when we were training him for the Worlds, it was, if you had the textbook out, you, he, it would all be wrong. So that yeah. textbook is wrong for what he was doing. Like, he's really dominant one side. So when he lifts stuff, it looks weird. It looks weird. He's also, he will not warm up. Man, I'm going to do this. Nah. Oh, all right then. Put two hundred kilos in that bar, lift it. I'm like, uh, oh, we're like, it's like this, is it? This is, this is how we're gonna fucking teach this. Yeah, yeah. Ben, Ben, Ben. Uh, two hundred kilos today. I'm like, wait, today is a fucking recovery day, like on our sheet. Like, do you know what I mean? He's yeah. like, nah, nah, I'm in. I'm like, all oh, right. So you, it was a weird thing that we have to adapt everything to to him. It's a real weird thing, but that's the thing. You have to be able to adapt to whatever's there because what, man, I with you we had the um, when the kids were in there the other day we were teaching that sweep the, whatever the foot sweep was I was like I must have watched that three or four days in a row to make sure I was like I'm going to teach yeah. them that fucking foot sweep class and it was a Galvao one yeah. I was like class I was like so I got in I was like right kids I'm going to do this put the gear on I'm going to pull this out. I was like does that look right you're like nah it's like <laughs> this and I was like alright but it was different like I knew what I Talk was right because I've fucking watched it for four days. And if yeah, that yeah, can't yeah. go saying it's right, that's fucking right. Yeah. But when you come, you've seen what they were doing. It's like, yeah, but this is better for them. Yeah. And that was it. Like, you, we adapted to, or you adapted to what, what was in front of you. And that's big skill. I, and man. luckily, you big didn't, but, and as a coach, you didn't say, nah, nah, I'm not teaching that one word. You, you thought, 
That actually works better. Because, so we'll leave that. Look, because your knowledge is there. Look, and it don't matter if your knowledge comes from a black belt or it comes from a fucking white belt on their first session. Of course Everyone's not. got something to offer. And everyone's going to teach you something. I, yeah. All the time. Because, so this is why I let people ask me questions when I'm teaching. Mm. At the end of everything I show, now you can vouch for this because you've been there when I've yeah, talked. Yeah, At yeah. the end of everything I show, any questions. Mm -hmm. Everyone got that. And then in my times, oh, someone ask a dickhead question, it'll always be Troy. <laughs> but anyone can ask me a question, white yeah. belt or not. Because they might ask me a question, I might go, ah, yeah, yeah actually. Yeah, yeah. Or I might go, yeah, all i got to do is Actually, I'll come and show you because it won't apply to ninety percent people. Yeah. It apply to you. I'll come and show you. Actually, yeah. yeah, because and it's not. It's not a reflection of who I am as a coach. It's a reflection of all the other coaches I've seen. Mm. Like you look at them and you think, excuse me, because I've been there with judo. With judo, you didn't get to ask questions. Yeah, you got shown your move. You go in randori. Yeah, you go, uh, yeah. sorry, you go in ushkomi. You go in randori. Look, there's no asking questions. You shut up on the mat and you get on with it. It was like that's how it was. Yeah, and it was fucking horrible. Yeah. So. When I started going places like jiu-jitsu and stuff, and in Brazil, like I'm training in Brazil, and uh, I doing gi with the graces and hated it. Mm. I was like, listen, can I train with the pro? Can I go and train over there? No gi. Like, that's all pro fighters. I'm like, well, I'm a pro fighter. Like, I just mm. want to do no gi. I'm not looking. Oh, I don't know. So it's Babaloo in that. They're all in the... Mm. I'm like, I just like, I want to go. So I went there. I got fucking smashed. Smashed, mate. 13 times got subbed in the first session. I'm like, fuck, man. So, go back on the afternoon, evening. 13 times I get subbed. Counting the subs. Go back the next day, get subbed 14 times. I'm like, fuck me. I'm, I'm just, this is, I'm no shit. I'm shit. That's mm. it. I'm crap. Go back the next, uh, the evening session, get subbed 11 times. I'm like, oh, actually, I might have turned the corner here. Went back the next day, subbed 14 times again. I'm like, oh, man, this, what the fuck. Go back the next day, and uh, it was Carlson Grace calls me over goes uh hey man you uh you roll man you don't try you must try i'm like why is he because no 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 when you try not to be subbed you don't sub man you yeah. try and i'm like fuck how can i how am i ever subbing anyone if i'm not trying yeah. to sub people if i'm just being defensive and thinking yeah i'm not getting subbed that much oh yeah i didn't get subbed yet. if i'm I need to sub people. Yeah. I need to try. And that's what I thought to myself. It don't make no difference how many times I get subbed. I just have to try stuff. Yeah, I have to play. I'm in that place now. So I'm in that place where I just, I'm not getting subbed. Not that yeah. much. I'm like, but I'm playing. I'm not, not to... roll for a while, no? <laughs> but I'm playing not to get subbed. Yeah. Like, not, not to win. Like, yeah. They, they made it, they, they said about the other Sunday morning, like, ah, fucking never sub that little cunt. You're like, yeah, because I'm trying not to get subbed because that's where my my level of jujitsu is at the moment. No, but it'll stay there for ages. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, so you'll see me coming here, and I'll drill a single leg X. Mm. But then when I roll, where do I start every time? On my back, yeah, yeah. and I go for single leg X. Yeah, yeah. So I'll spend five weeks doing nothing but starting on my back, mm. single leg X, single leg X. How many times do I teach butterfly guard? You look around and both people start on their knees, and you're like. <laughs> I've just been yeah, teaching butterfly yeah. guard. Yeah. Why have none of you thought about going to your back? Because they don't want to be subbed by the yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? When we were doing fucking, when I was getting ready for Polaris, tell me a submission I did on anyone that wanted a leg lock. There weren't any. Because yeah. I was just thinking about my leg locks. I know I can rear naked choke you. I know I can yeah, dash yeah. choke you. So I was just trying to leg lock everybody, 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 everybody. So that when people were escaping, I was thinking about where did they go? Where's my next entry? Where's mm. 
I know I can stop you with a rear naked choke. Why am I going to keep trying with a rear naked choke? If you've just been at a class and everybody in the class have been drilling butterfly guard, at least one of you should be starting in butterfly guard. Yeah. I don't tell people, right, let's have one person in butterfly guard because I want to see how you behave. Yeah. If you all come out and both start on your knees, I think, what's wrong with you, you yeah. cunt? I have this with Troy all the time because me and Troy speak a lot after. I'm like, you were a cunt. <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't yeah. care. I mean, do you know how many times you sub someone tonight, Troy? Like, yeah, I sub someone four times. Like, I don't care. I was like, that's why I don't know how many you sub people. Mm. I was like, if I cared how many you sub people, do you think I'd know? He's like, well, yeah, of course. I was like, it don't mean anything. Yeah. How many people do you sweep with the butterfly sweep? He's like, oh, well, not anyone. But yeah. I didn't try for it. That's the problem. This is my thing like now. Even when I start here, like, I almost look kind of, well, I am fucking lazy. But, like, I look kind of lazy. I'm, like, I'm led on my back. I'm playing this stuff. I'm like... Because in competition, like, I've never fucking led on my back. Never. Like, yeah. Never. Like, you watch watch all the videos. Like, But there's being led on your back, and there's being led on your back because it's easy. Yeah. Like, the reason my butterfly guard was good when nobody's butterfly guard was good was because I only played... But I did yeah. a, I went to a seminar that Marcelo taught, mm. and it was butterfly guard. I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, years ago, 2008, this mm. was. I was like, wow. So I started playing butterfly guard every time I rolled. Yeah. Every time I roll. So my butterfly guard's quite good now. Yeah. So I'll roll and I'll go butterfly guard just because I'm looking for certain sweeps. Yeah. But that's what you need to do from your back. Yeah, but I like go I always go a half guard. I'm always half guard because yeah, but, then I always... you have, but then your half guard sweep should be so good that you're not there for long. Yeah, but yeah, but then because I want to play like man, it's the same thing as the joke with they will say it's like Oh, you go back and then wrestling. I'm like, I don't know, no wrestling. I just know that I got to scramble like fuck to get to the top. That's yeah. it. That's all I know. I got two sweeps. If they don't work, then I'm fucking scrambling like fuck to get to the top, and that's it. But so that's where my my jujitsu is at the minute. Like I'm I'm playing a lot. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like you should always be playing. Yeah, like I'm playing a lot. Always, you should, it should always be a game. If you mm. like, I mean, uh, I don't know if I can even call it jujitsu. Because it's not really jiu-jitsu. I do it's grappling, right? Yeah. Because I like, like, fucking chin straps and shit like that. I love yeah, them. They're, yeah. part, they're a massive part of my game. But you should always be playing. You should never be competing. Yeah. You should never be competing here. I remember uh, Tr Troy said to me before, like, we'd roll, and he's like, yeah, you didn't stop me, though, did you? I was like, no, no, I didn't. So next time we rolled, I fucking smashed him. Mm. Because if I'm trying to sub you, I'll sub you. You've been doing this for a year and I'm your coach. Yeah. So the chances are I'm a little bit better than you. Mm. So I've been doing it 16 years and you, I'm the person you've come to to teach you. So I smashed it. Like, yeah. Because like, I went with Screech the other week and I subbed him four times in a single row. He's like, fuck me, you're on fire tonight. I was like, I just wanted some submissions tonight. So I went for him. I can do that every time to you, but I'm not playing then. Yeah. I'm putting it on people who aren't as good as me. Do you know what I mean? Like, as a jiu-jitsu player, you should not be trying to win anything until you're in yeah. competition. You should be playing with stuff that you've been taught. Yeah. No, What's I, going wrong? Like, for you, you should be playing from your back. Yeah. If, you've got, a couple of, if you've got two sweeps, you need those two sweeps to lead to two yeah. things that are definitely not going to fail. Yeah. And, if, and now you need to add another sweep, so you've got three sweeps. Yeah. And if, So even though you've got two sweeps, you should be getting out with one of them, yeah. 100%. So now I've started to, like, think, oh, what? Well, I'm going to go from, like, I play this long, long half, guys. And, uh, long half, guys. And then yeah. now I'm, like, I'm going to go deep half. Try and get underneath and take yeah. and have a look at legs and backs and shit. So that's where I'm starting to play now. Yeah. But then I can see everyone going fucking. But it's mad like mic escapes. Mm. So, you know, if you come to this club, what's the first thing you get taught? Yeah. Whether we're doing them or not, you get put in the corner with someone. Can someone go and show them a limping mic escape? Yeah. Right? You get shown that mic escape. Now, I'll show you whether mic escapes. But when I get mounted, what's the mic escape I use? Yeah. Because it fucking works, right? <laughs> it fucking works, and I've got it to a T, and I'd make sure everyone here's got it to a T. 
as soon as I see someone in pro MMA, you should not fight pro MMA if you can't mount escape. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be fucking. You shouldn't have your purple belt if you can't mount escape. Yeah. You should be able to mount escape when anyone mounts escape. When anyone mounts you, you should be able to mount escape. Go for it. Boom. Same with you with sweeps now. Mm. If you go for your sweep, you should get it. If you don't get the sweep, you've got the second thing that it leads to. It yeah. shouldn't be. Right, I'm going for this sweep. If I don't get this, fuck I'm on the bottom. Yeah. No, I'm going for this sweep. And if any point I feel like it's being shut down, I'm already transitioning to the next thing. Yeah. Because no, no move you go to should, the end result should be if I don't get it, I'm fucked. Yeah. It should always be if I don't get it, it leads me shit into this yeah. anyway. The, be, the better, like, it becomes like, I'm in that place now where I'm, I'm obviously better than people in here. Yeah. I could do what, what I want then. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then the ones that are like, better, I'm like, oh, well, that works with everyone else. And you also stood there. I'm like, yeah. well, why don't you give them the pressure? Like, I need your pressure because I need to get out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the weird, that's the place I'm at now. So yeah. it's like, and then now everyone's trying to play leggy stuff and shit like that. So it's got, man, I fucking love it. It's nice now that you can have like the jujitsu the guys to come across and start to play no gear. Yeah. Because they don't get their own way. And you can see, like, even with Gary, you can see like sometimes you don't get his own way. And like, you can see his brain working. But that's going to make ev all of us fucking better. Of course. Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. because in the gear, he gets his own way. He's like, ah, because he, cause he's fucking good. Shit yeah. hot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas in the Nokia, they don't get it. They, we can we can play There's a bit a and reason. you can scramble a bit and you can fucking be a mong yeah, and stick yeah. your head in his fucking head and try and pass and be... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you there's know what a mean? reason white belts are the most dangerous people on the map. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's yeah. a reason for that. Because the better you get, the more inclined you are to play and not want to not make it a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, all right, we'll have times near where I'm like, no, fuck you. Like, that's, it's on, it'd, yeah. be, it'd be a hard one. But generally, we're playing. We're trying to do stuff. I'll mm. give you my back or I'll do that. Because that's what it's about. It's about yeah, yeah. fun. It's about play. And that's what jujitsu should be. Do you mm. I mean, like, you're never going to get better if you're competing all the time. No. I, I, I'm, I'm more, I'm much happier. Or the best thing I think I've ever done is start to train jujitsu here. Like, and it's like, it sounds weird because when I'm training jiu-jitsu before, or not here, but like with Chico, like yeah. when we're training jiu-jitsu with Italo, I wanted to fucking win. Yeah, yeah. Everything. And then when when we come with Chico, it was like, well, I can't win that. <laughs> I can't yeah. win that. And I can't win that. Like, I don't think, I reckon Chico's only subbed me probably twice ever. Yeah. Because he's doing fucking need to. Exactly. You don't need to. He, he tires me out to such a place where I basically led there like and now even when I'm fit I'm like fucking nowhere near this cunt do you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. fucking nowhere yeah. near him and he lets you fit the worst bit is when you and, he, you and Rich Rich is the fucking worst when you're like got this and then it's gone and you're like fuck like yeah. I just fucked I worked that hard to get that one thing and then he just <laughs> does that horrible yeah. little laugh in your ear and you're like fuck it does red in but that's the thing that keeps you coming but I honestly think Doing the jujitsu is one of the best things I ever did, because like, it, it it fucking uh it helps everything. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you get surrounded by good people. There ain't that many fucking assholes in in yeah, the range. The only weird thing you get with the jits is the jits politics. Yeah, yeah I can't deal with that. Uh, that fucking look, idiots. Like you don't buy into that. I've never fucking yeah. bought into that. I can't, like. Okay, which is why I say we do grappling here yeah, because yeah. it's just easier and people say well it's not all right then it's not BJJ yeah. I'm like, okay it's not it's grappling then yeah. I can't be fucked with the politics like yeah. I'm I'm a man who's come to this because I want to punch other people in the face in a cage yeah, yeah. and people are going to punch me in the face in a cage I'm not interested in your political side of things we're coming here to, to roll yeah. around on the floor right let's be as best we can at rolling around on the floor that's where the politics ends for me 
me. Mm. And if there's a, someone else who's good, like when I went when I was in America, I spoke to Ped. I was like, Ped, listen, I want to go and train, but he's like, train everywhere, everywhere with everyone, train yeah. everywhere. Boom, and that's like, yeah, wicked. That's that's, good. that's how it should be, you know. Like, but, I mean, I get it. When you're affiliated to a club, I'm not obviously going to be uh, under Pedro and then training down at Gracie. But of course not. I'm in yeah, Bristol. Yeah. I train at my my home club. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But uh, yeah, I just think you just you just go where the best people are. Yeah. If you are, if you chain checkmat in Bristol and you're the black belt who's subbing every single person ever, and you've got no, then go to another club. Yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. roll with other black belts. One hundred percent. Speak to Chico and say, listen, I need to go and roll with some other black belts. Yeah. I'm not getting. A, do you know what I mean? Go and do that because that, that's what it should be. Yeah. And that other club should understand, yeah, he needs other people to roll yeah, with. Yeah, of course. Because that's how it's going to go. Yeah, exactly. But uh, fucking hopefully soon we'll be able to do it again. Yeah, it's fucking Bill Merlin. I was, I was just going to ask before. I didn't know how long you were to fucking keep chatting, ch- chatting shit for. But yeah, I, well, do you think this has all been a, a, a good thing where all these people that got all these gyms all over the all over the country are like stand up for your rights fucking do this do that shut your fucking do do you not think now that we've sort of made look i understand we all got to stay together because they yeah. fucked us all yeah, yeah they have fucked us all but have we not sort of made a rod for our own back now because we've made such a fucking kick up such a stink about it that now they're they're coming down almost fucking 10 times as hard as they would have come down before um like, i think that what should have happened is people should have said no we're not we're not closing no because none of it makes sense i get i'm not gonna argue with the science i'm not a virologist and yeah. uh scientists know better than me so if the scientists are saying we need to lock down then the whole country should lock down yeah. it shouldn't have been right we're locking down but not big corporations yeah, and not this and not this and not the people who have actually got money but these places well hang on a minute gyms are proven to be less than one percent of infection rate yeah. throughout hundred thousand or whatever it is the r number with gyms is less than one or whatever yeah. so gyms don't have to close do they because when you look at building sites are actually a lot more worse no gyms have to close and building sites can stay open like mm. hang, hang on we're meant to be talking logic here the scientists have told you to close the whole country down so close the whole country down well we're not going to do that either though yeah. we're gonna i'm like hang like wells the other day I, I literally heard the guy from Wales say, yeah, well, the con- uh, the actual case rate in Wales is a lot higher than when we went into our circuit breaker, but we said we'd open up, so we're going to. Yeah. What? No, listen, why can't... We're either being logical or we're not being logical. I don't want to... Fuck your conspiracy theories. I'm not... Let's not fucking pretend that fucking 5G causes that. I'm not interested in it. Mm. So, I mean, I've got no interest in that shit. Let's talk logic and sense. We have a virus that is killing less than 1% of everyone that it infects. Of those people who die, the average age is 82. So, what's the average age of gym users and what's the contraction rate in gym? They don't correlate at all. So, why are gyms closed? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. That makes no sense. I mean, and so I can't. No, yeah, but the people who go to gyms, then it's about them going and seeing other people. So then you you make it strict and you say, listen, we're not closing businesses because you've got to be fucking sensible. Yeah. But you will kill your your elderly relatives. Yeah, yeah. You make it, you lock up, and lock up sounds really bad, but you lock up or make secure the people who are vulnerable. Mm. So the 80-year-olds, the care homes, the stuff like this. Yeah. You make it protective for them you don't punish the whole of society because yeah. we're now getting to a point where suicide rates are through the roof 
mental health struggling. Well, I think you should just be allowed to to go if you want to go. Like if you're if you're like eighty five, like our gramp. So yeah. if our gramp could get up and about and do whatever and go out, he fucking would. He wouldn't give a yeah, fuck yeah. about a fucking virus. He'd go. And he'd be like. Yeah. Man, I've had a fucking heart attack. I've done this. I've had this. But fucking under the rules, he'd be allowed, right? And he's the most vulnerable. Yeah. Right? But, but under the rules, but under the rules, he'd yeah. be allowed. But twenty-five-year-old Tom is not allowed to come to the gym, yeah. although he's fit, healthy, lives on his own. Yeah. Says he'll never go and see his nanny, granddad. <laughs> so he's not infected. Will wear a mask every time he goes shopping. Has proven he doesn't have COVID, but yeah. he can't go to the gym. Yeah. But eighty-five-year-old fucking Gramps can go walk around Tesco. Yeah. Look. It doesn't make sense. No, and that's the problem sense. for me is you didn't listen to the science when they told you to lock down. Then you locked down two weeks later, but now you're not listening to the science again because you've only done a little lockdown. Yeah. Like, well, well, I just can't see where they go, right, well, we're going to lock everything down apart from the schools and u- universities and stuff. You're like, where's all the fucking cases coming from? All of a sudden, we let all the kids go back to school and the universities go back. Yeah. Man, you go to uni, you're going to be, you're sensible enough that you can go to university get a degree and something yeah you're yeah. also really fucking stupid because all you want to do is go around fucking everything yeah and taking loads of drugs and fucking do well well you should be doing it fucking 18 19 yeah, yeah. 20 years old yeah like you're not going to stop them interacting with people and so so the obvious thing for that is that the government are thinking right but if they're all at home and not studying they'll all be out partying in that anyway so then there'll be illegal parties and yeah, then we won't yeah. be able to keep track of them. At least we know where they are. Yeah. So I get where they're coming from from that. It's the completely illogical stuff that I can't... It doesn't make sense. Like, none of none of the shit makes sense. Yeah. I don't... I just don't get it. I, like, I, all the clothes shops are shut. Yeah. But if you walked out of your naked, someone would report you and you'd get done for walking around with no clothes on. <laughs> yeah. Fucking explain me that. Do you know what I mean? Like... Like, all... So, like Argos and stuff. Oh, you can't buy anything in Argos, but you can click and collect and you can return stuff. I can click and collect, yeah. So I can't buy stuff from Argos. You can't come in the store and buy it. Mm. But I can, like, have I got to come in the store to collect it? Yeah. I don't understand the difference. I don't understand what you're eliminating here. I don't, I really don't understand what the elimination is. Can I walk around Sainsbury's? Yeah. How many people are Sainsbury's allowed in? Well, as many as they want. Right, so Sainsbury's can have as many people as they want in. Yeah, yeah but I can't train in a room with four people. Yeah. Right, so me, my labourer, my two labourers, me my two labourers, I pick both of them up on the morning. Mm. We drive to Bath and we work in a house with my brother. Mm-hmm. So there's four people from four different households yeah. and we all work together. Yeah. We then drive home. The moment I drop them at their house, we're not allowed to go out and play golf together. We're not yeah, allowed to go yeah. play tennis together. We're not allowed to go and have a kick about on the field together. Yeah, yeah. But it's seven o'clock in the morning. I can pick you back up again and yeah, go to work. Drive, yeah. It doesn't make sense. That's the issue here. This is why we need to stand up and say, no, I'm having none of this. Our lockdown, I'll follow the rules, but there has to be some logic yeah. to the rules. But I think everyone did did the same thing. So the, the guys, you know, that guy, what's his name? The guy, the Liverpool guy, who's made like big headlines, the, the, the chat with the glasses and that. And fair play to him, fucking class. He's like, no, like I'm not shutting this, not doing yeah. this, not doing this, and we're going to fight it, and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Fair play. But I, I just don't see where it gets us any of us i just don't see because like, you all gotta follow suit yeah that's you the thing mate. but then what happened then that the they had that kid yesterday didn't they got aaron s- morton the tattoo guy you heard about him in bristol yeah. early skin won't shut down he puts f- feeds up all the time issuing like common law ten thousand pound fines to the yeah. police and stuff like that don't oh, i've seen that other guy there's a guy in um up around leeds or somewhere he was doing the same thing it was like 
it's common law matter, so you can't yeah. do this. I've not entered into a, a contract. Agree- yeah. Oh, for fucking, again, fair play to yeah. you. But then, yesterday, I was reading the thing where Brett got 67 grand, I'm short of the gym, 67 grand fine, and got arrested for it. Yeah. This dude's now got a fucking criminal record because he didn't show his business. But that's why everyone has to do it. Yeah. Um, listen, you can't have... If 10,000 businesses do it, it's not enough. Yeah. Everyone has to do it because the police can't shut down everyone. Yeah. They can't shut down everyone. So everyone has to do it. You have to stop the bollocks. And this is what, this is what annoys me on Facebook, right? But the problem is now you do it once. So we do it once for this thing. Something else will come up. You have to stick together. Yeah. Because then they'll stop. The, the government will stop. They'll say, yeah. right, we can't do that. We're not a dictatorship. We can't do that. Mm. We have to manage this properly. Because yeah. if everyone said, no, 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 I'll be logical. I'll be logical here. I should not have a restaurant and people shouldn't be coming in and eating and sitting down. I'll be logical. That I accept that that has to shut. I accept that. Perfectly fine. But gyms are not a problem. So the, I accept that gyms should be open. And if a restaurant owner can accept that people shouldn't be allowed to come in and eat meals, they'll be more inclined to accept that if they can go to the gym because they've still got their out that they can go to the gym. So yeah. they'll say, it is really unfair for us, but unfortunately, that's where we fall. We fall in that category, yeah. you know? And that's where we are now. We're yeah. Just, we're just in that category of shit. Like, but you're not, but no, you're in, in the fucking area. But you're in, you, but no, but you, the gym isn't. Like, because it's proven that the category is not, a high risk one. Well, you, well, it's the same with the tattooist. You show me a cleaner place than that. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking, it's no, fucking ridiculous. There's no, it's, yeah. there's no cleaner place than that. But it's also like now, they the report is they won't allow you to fly unless you've had a vaccine and stuff oh, like. Mate. This is where the conspiracies come from because I don't see any logical reason for this. Why we're trying to lock down and control a virus with a zero point zero one percent death rate yeah. of people who are over eighty years old? Well, we're going to lock down. This is why these conspiracies start to hold water and you're going to get to the point where it's going to be civil revolt and then that's when I think going down a conspiracy first rabbit hole, which I'm Mm. not. I just like to question everything. Mm. So, But that's when you get to the point where you think maybe that's what they want. When there's civil unrest, they can control everyone. Ah. They can give a reason for a curfew and a lockdown and making this permanent. They're actually waiting for us to all kick off. So that's... You just don't know, do and people are. They wouldn't do that. I'm like, have you studied the history of governments? Have you been to Korea? Have you been to like? It's happening across yeah, the world yeah. now. Like, yeah. It's not. So I don't know. Like that, that's again conspiracy theories. I think you look at the logic, and when the logic start, where there is no logic and there's no sense to what's being done, yeah, you start to question what the motive is. Then you yeah, know? well, yeah. But it's like all these people, the conspiracy theorist people, is. I'm like, I ain't got time for it. You went and see what happens. You went and see what... I've been waiting for the last year when you first told me this was going to happen. Or yeah. I've been waiting since you said about the QAnon and this... Like, I'm waiting still. How long have yeah. I got to wait? Like, I can't buy into this bullshit. And then the next minute, the royal family are lizards. And so I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Like, I can't... I'm up for believing conspiracies. We know the Gulf of Tonkin actually happened. We know Operation Northwoods was a thing. It's unlikely JFK died out what he fucking said he died. 9-11 probably isn't the real excuse. Yeah. I can get on board of it all. But when you start throwing outlandish wild fucking claims... Did you, like, did you, have you listened to uh, Thingy, Alex Jones, on Rogan the other week? I didn't, no, yeah, no, no. It is good. But, but again, but this is, the, this is where it gets the fuel. We're like, well, he's a conspiracy theorist, dude. 
And nine out of the ten things he says are fucking true. So this is like the WikiLeaks thing. Yeah. WikiLeaks have never released any information. It's never not been right. Yeah. But as soon as they release something that's a little bit salacious and controversial, ah, oh, you're listening to that shit. Yeah. Because it's always been 100% accurate. Yeah. What do you mean? Am I listening to that shit? It's 100% accuracy. Yeah. Of course I'm listening to them. Yeah. Nah, it's all bollocks. Like, if it was all bollocks, Snowden wouldn't still be on the run. Exactly. Like, it, come on. Like, what? What are we doing here? I just think that it's, uh, like, calling people conspiracy theorists is the new calling people witches and burning them. Ah, yeah. It's a new thing, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just say he's a conspiracy theorist, people ignore him anyway. Yeah. Like, and I think Alex Jones is a bit fucking mental. Man, but he's bonkers. And, and when you listen to it, it is fucking, he is 150 miles an hour. Yeah. And you're like, where, where on earth is this coming from? It's just... How do you, but how do you how retain do you and then repeat this? I can't yeah. do that. I'll read a book and then 10 minutes later I forgot I've even read yeah. the book. Because he says at the end, he, at the end of it, he's like, he's like, I think I'm going to have a bit of a rest for a bit. Yeah. I was like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. How, how can you keep keep retaining that thing? Yeah. He was good on there. Him and Kanye was good. I, and everyone I thinks like Kanye because he gets on my tits. Like, I just think, what are you going to say that I want to hear? Yeah. What is Kanye going to say that I want to hear? I, he did a thingy years, like five or six years ago with Zane Lowe. And he said, I'm going to do fashion. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I was listening. I was like, he's going to do it. This fucker will do it. Yeah. He's got the best selling shoe ever. Ever. Yeah. yeah. So he does do like, I get the, it. The yeah. shit he does. He does yeah. say it. The problem is, it's like, you've got to try and cut through a load of bullshit to get there. But it's not, with this religion thing, I'm out. Yeah. The moment you bring, the moment you start talking about religion, you might as well be calling the queen a lizard. But I'm not going to believe in a man in the sky. If you want to, I yeah. get it. I get that. And it helps you. I'm, who am yeah. I to say, that's like me saying jiu-jitsu helps me and you said it's bullshit. Yeah. I get, that's your thing. That's brilliant. Yeah. When you start preaching religion, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Like, you're saying the queen's a lizard. It's, it's the same thing it's, for me. Yeah, it was, uh, I was going to ask you, I forgot we've been chatting too long now, but I was going to ask you about, about Khabib. So, rightly or wrongly, I said something in here, and people sort of looked at me a bit funny. I, I basically said that I thought that Justin would have a much better opportunity of beating Khabib. One, the old man was there. Two, he wasn't religious. And everyone looked at me like I was a fucking oddball. If who wasn't religious? Khabib. Right. So, if you he, think he would have had a better opportunity of beating Khabib? If Khabib didn't, wasn't fucking religious dude. Yeah, and, and his dad hadn't died. Yeah. 100%. I, I, I believe 100%. That. that makes perfect sense. So, so here's my reasoning. We don't understand. I was trying to explain to them as well. We don't understand what it's like to follow our God to that yep. level. We don't understand. So yeah. we can't comprehend it. So that was a, the thing with like, so when people sort of, not like, not bagging on, uh, fucking digging on you, but when people go, I'm out, I don't understand religion. We don't understand it the way that they understand it. It's not indoctrinated no. enough. No, and I don't think that way. No, I'm like, I'm like, because we make it your everything if you want to. Yeah. The moment you preach it, I'm out. It yeah, doesn't yeah, mean yeah, that yeah. to me, and you have no proof for it. Mm. But religion has done a lot of good people. Religion has done nothing but bad. Look how many people, millions, is killed, saved millions of lives as well. Yeah. Like religion has been very good for people. It's also the reason that some boys have been molested. There's also yeah. like there's a, a million dang things. What I'm saying is, you've got a book. That we know is substantially probably psychedelics like fi fictional or psychedelics <laughs> yeah. right we know that yeah. right so you have a character that you believe lives in the sky and created the world in the dark mm. right i'm out yeah. i'm done 
if you say to me, listen, I've got this book and I've read it. It's like the secret. I've got yeah. this book and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Read it. Read it every night. It's brilliant for you. It's done great yeah, things yeah. for you. I, I wholeheartedly believe in it. It's like friends for me. When I'm ill, I put friends on TV and I feel better. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's the yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah. If this book has done this for you, invest in the book. Yeah. Don't preach this book to me like it's real. It's not yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. There's not a man who lives in the sky who's to the best of my knowledge yeah. there's not a man who lives in the sky who created the world in the fucking dark yeah so stop talking to me like I'm an idiot and you understand something that you, that's that, the thing that it's, I it, don't it's the, it's the outspoken you're stupid because you don't follow yeah that's the difference where if you if you looked at it, the majority of uh, the highest highest level athletes the best best athletes 9 out of 10 of them thank god before they fucking thank anyone else yeah it's such a weird thing it's but like, I tell you what that is I tell you what it system. is right or do you reckon that's the game fans one so does anyone love god Ken Pavia once said to me who was that he was a, a manager for loads of UFC fighters Dana White hates him right he's not even allowed in UFCs anymore right, right. Uh, but he was a he was a big manager at the time and uh, he once said to me the first thing I say to my clients is don't thank god he said, because it's off-putting to so many people. Yeah. So I always say, don't fu- don't fucking thank God. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? You get the ones who are always going to do it, I'm like, but I always say, don't thank God, because yeah, it puts yeah. people off. Yeah. Now, probably not so much. People just dismiss it. But what happens is this, right? The most successful pe- uh, MMA fighters in the world mm. are the ones who honestly believe they're not going to lose. Yeah. They're the greatest. Conor McGregor does so well because he gets inside your mind because he gives a little, he plants a little bit of seed of doubt against the guys who've never doubted themselves. Yeah. That's why Conor McGregor does so well. Now, the reason these top athletes are religious is because they can be super positive and they've got the faith then yeah. of God. Yeah. So, a lot of them aren't even religious. They're not religious in that they don't drink and they don't follow yeah, yeah, and they yeah. don't like... Like John it's Jones. A belief, it's a belief John system. Jones, come on. You've got Philippians yeah, yeah. typed on your on your chest. You say you thank God, but you run fucking pregnant women off the road. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. like, you're not religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what happens is, it's an extra belief system to them. Yeah. It's an extra thing to, for them to say, I've God on my side. And then people go, oh, he's got God on this. It's just an extra mental control system. We don't have that. That's the, that's the weird no. thing, because I, I can't imagine having that either. This was trying to explain. It. I was like, I can't imagine having something, believing in something that's such a driving force that yeah. no matter what happens, it's always going to be on the right path. So even if it goes wrong, I'm like, ah. it was meant to be. That's God's will. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's such a weird feeling. Yeah, for me. yeah, I'm yeah like, exactly. No, no, no. It's because I was a dick. That's why it didn't go right. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a fucking asshole. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I do stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why exactly. I get fucking caught out. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because I do dumb shit. Um, so it's like. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I think you're 100 percent right. Yeah. If Khabib's dad wouldn't have been in the corner, there, there's, like, there was no way Khabib was losing that fight. Never. Be, no be, way Khabib was losing that fight. Like... I don't think Justin would have beat him, but um, I don't think. I, I th- listen. This is the thing. When Connor fought Mayweather, people said, "I think Connor can do it." I'm like, "How?" They're like, mm. "Oh, he hits really hard." I'm like, "No, he doesn't. No, mm. he doesn't." He fought De La Hoya, Pacquiao, Hatton, like. Mosley, like he's fought people who hit ten times harder than McGregor hits. Yeah. Boxers hit harder than MMA fighters, right? He doesn't hit really hard at all. He hits really crisp and he hits really clean. His timing's good. That's not going to work in boxing, mm. especially against the most evasive fighter ever. Yeah, yeah. But how's Connor gonna? Oh, he could catch him. All right, I'll give you that. Right. Yeah, so yeah. what we're saying is Connor's got a puncher's chance. No, he'll do better now. I'm like, no. The only way Connor wins is the puncher's chance. If he lands a clean shot and knocks yeah. him out, he knocks him out. Let's agree on that, right? That's, I'm the that's fucking biggest, biggest Connor fan ever. Yeah. 
But that's the way to be looked for. So Justin had a puncher's chance against Khabib. Yeah. We can't out-wrestle him. He's not going to sub him because nobody's ever subbed him. So the yeah. chance of him subbing him are, mind you, he's mm. fought much better grapplers. So he's not going to sub him. He's not going to out-wrestle him. We yeah. know that. Can he clip him and put him away? Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got fighting gloves on. Anyone yeah, clips yeah, yeah. him. He could do that. So are we agreeing Justin has a puncher's chance? Yeah. yeah. So we're all agreeing Khabib's going to walk all over Justin because Justin didn't yeah, have a puncher's yeah, yeah. chance. Yeah. When Justin started throwing punches and then Khabib started walking at him like, I ain't got any respect for your power. Yeah. Fuck you, I'm coming at you and I'm the box of you. People are saying, oh, well, he just did. No, all that is is Khabib's now confident enough that he, he can, can take you out it. of your, he can take yeah. you out of your style. Because it made Justin fight almost like old Justin. Yeah. Like, too much. Too, because, too much. Yeah, too because around. Khabib doesn't care. And yeah. it's not that, not that what you're doing is not good enough. He's not going to allow you to yeah, do what you yeah, do. Yeah. That's all he's done. He's taken away your best attribute. Yeah. So it's like you, it's like you fighting um, Khabib on your knees and saying, yeah, he never took me down. Yeah, because you're never given the opportunity to take it down. <laughs> yeah. That's all Khabib's doing to you. He's taking away all your opportunity to do what you do. Yeah. That's basically it, you know. Do you think he comes back? I hope not. Because the only thing they're talking about is GSP. Oh, well, like Nerons, what a most pointless fight ever. Is... Well, you've got a nearly 40-year-old GSP. <coughs> yeah. Who didn't, have the, who didn't have the bottle to go up and fight Anderson Silva in a catchweight twice when they offered it to yeah, him. Yeah, that is, that is the fight. That, that, that was the, that one was the fight. Because that's the only time ever that's we've it. had two people in their prime yeah. who could make a weight. Yeah, that's yeah. the only one where it was ever possible. Yeah. And he didn't want to do it. Hey, so he bottled that, let's say. Yeah. Or didn't bottle it. He was sent to me. He's like, no, yeah, that's cool. not my gig. Yeah, it's not. So, so this, fair is why, this is why I think that he has a better chance than anyone else. Who? GSP? Yeah, because he... Cause he has he, a better chance than anyone else because uh, no one else is as good at the wrestling now. Not, even so, much, not even so much that. I think it's because he has got the ability to follow a game plan. Like, boom. This is, like, this is exactly what we're going to do. Your game plan won't mean anything. But so like, that could be his downfall. You mm. can't have a game plan because Khabib will walk through it. Yeah. As soon as Khabib's so diverse, right? He's so, people think Khabib's a wrestler. Yeah. Khabib's so diverse that the moment your game plan is to jab his face off, if yeah. he's so close, you can't use jab anymore. Yeah, yeah. The, the moment your game plan is to kick my legs, whilst I'm really up, really tall, yeah. I'll walk straight at you, and your kicks will always be too short, or yeah. I'll be outside, they'll be too long. Yeah. So. Could be, so GSP's got the ability to follow a game plan. Yeah. But we've seen what happens with that when G, when B, BJ Penn starts smashing his face in. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he started losing the fight. He had to change his game plan to win the fight. Yeah, but do you not think that he... I just, I just think of everyone, he would have the best chance now. That I, I, do, agree, I do, I do. I agree with he has the best I chance. Think, I, still think, I still think Connor would have a good chance. I still do. I don't. I think I uh, Connor gets molested even worse next time. Um... I think GSP has the best chance, but that's because GSP will probably beat all of the lightweights out there. He'll yeah. smash Connor. Yeah. I think he'll stop Connor in his quick in his quick as uh, I think he sub, subs in within yeah first round yeah first definitely. Round. So I think um I think that's because GSP would beat probably every lightweight except Khabib. Yeah. So I do think he has the best chance, but this is why I don't want to see it. You have got the best one seventy of all time. Yeah, fighting the best one fifty five of all time. But if the best one seventy, who's nearly forty, gets beat by the best one fifty fiver, they're gonna say, "Yeah, but he's old and he was yeah. and he didn't fight one fifty five. Yeah, so yeah. that was a pointless fight. Then. Yeah, yeah. If the best one fifty fiver beats the best one seventy all to- of all time at one fifty five, they're gonna say, "Yeah, but you beat him when he's not his weight and yeah, he was forty yeah. years old, so he didn't get the credit. So yeah. what's the point? Yeah. The only point is to make the UFC money. Yeah. And to make both fighters money. Other than that, do I want to see it? Nah. There's better fights to pursue. And this is the other thing. This is, and this is the worst out of all of them things that I've said. If Khabib 
agrees to fight GSP is probably going to be six months' time, mm. let's say, at least. So let's say six months. Whole of the 155 division had to go on hold so nobody can be champion for the next yeah. six months. Nobody knows what they're doing. So does Justin now refuse to fight Tony again for the yeah. belt? Or does Tony refuse to fight so-and-so? Because he said, well, it's not for a belt. I'm, not, yeah. I'm only going to fight them for a belt. Well, this so the, the 155 the, division goes on hold. Yeah. Where do you put Chandler in all this? Uh, Chandler's the most interesting. I think he smashes Connor. I think um, he has a very, very good fight with Justin. I think they did. I don't and he smashes think, Tony, I think. I d- yeah, I don't think they put him against Connor at all. Because, I think yeah, Connor dodges that. Yeah. Because he's not good against wrestlers. Yeah, but it's that and the fact that I think it's a, I think it's a real boring fight. I think Chandler just fucking picks him up, keeps putting him on his ass. Keeps in there. Does, does I think he finishes him? Does the Chad Mendes thing? I think he finishes him. But Connor's Connor's shit when he starts getting that grappled. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just think he, I don't know. I just don't think it's a good fight. I, I think, don't think it'd be a good fight to watch. So Chandler, Chandler Poirier would be amazing. Mm. Chandler Justin would be a good fight. Poirier is the best fight for Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. You walk through Ferguson. Yeah, I think um, Ferguson. I don't so, read Ferguson at all. Oh, I think Everyone Ferguson should it. retire. Man, I, I talk to Kaz like Kaz like a lot. I speak to Kaz a lot about yeah. fighters and stuff. We talk about stuff. Like that's the only one we like disagree on. He's like he loves him. I fucking hate him. Oh yeah, <laughs> shit, cunt. I, like I don't like him at all. I don't like. Oh, him. I'm Wes. I love Wes. I don't. I, I don't. Yeah. He loves him. Like he's a fucking. I don't like him at all. If he come in, man, I'd run fast. Yeah, like fuck. Listen, that. I don't like him. Like he's tough as fuck. He's just completely unorthodox, which is hard work. But he's took a lot of damage. Yeah. He looks so bad against Justin. I start to think. Is a downward spiral for you now, and all this weird training shit. Like, yeah, I think he should step yeah. away, and I think Max should think about giving up the gloves now as well, because I think in a minute Max is going to start suffering from the losing, 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 like Aldo did. Yeah, and I think uh, Aldo needs to step away, and I think Max should probably think about stepping away now, mm. because he beat Volkanovski twice and been robbed twice. Yeah. So what do you do? Him. Come back and beat him for a third time? Yeah. Like what? Yeah, what do you definitely. do? You're the best. You're the best featherweight ever to do this. Yeah. You've been robbed twice. But he ain't gonna get Where'd the credit. That's the problem. Yeah. He ain't gonna get the credit for it. Yeah. Same with man. The same as fucking Aldo never gets the credit for it. Yeah. Like Aldo's the best. He's, he's the best. But he's never gonna get the credit yeah. for it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think. I think I've yeah, that up in it, brother. What's it? Two and a half hours that I do when it didn't touch on any of the stuff I thought we were going to. <laughs> Listen, a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, Just rattling, rambling, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, no, but I love it, mate. So thank you very much no, for coming thanks. on, mate. And hopefully we'll get training before we get another podcast in. Hopefully, thank you.